Hello, I am Warden Wilson Matua of the Three Sheets National Reserve. Whiskey bottles die every day. Three Sheets to the Mouse was created to meet the global challenges of sobriety. It is my job to tell you that only with great debauchery and adult language can you be in harmony with nature. That is why I ask of you, all of you, sin nudes. Fuck that little pig. This is horseshit. <laughs> I podcast like I play. I know it's unsorted, but you'll be rewarded when at last I am given my dues. And injustice deliciously squared. Be Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 104 of Three Sheets of the Mouse. We're five average guys with a love for all things Disney. I'm Scott, and joining me on this week's show are two guys who are extremely thankful that they didn't visit NOLA this week. Mikey. I'm Mikey. Yes. Oh, I thought we were introducing ourselves. Well, you, you, that's what you yes, did. So yes, for 103 just... episodes, I've, actually, I've actually never introduced myself. And I figured, you know what? What if this is someone's first time listening? They're going to have no fucking clue who I am. <laughs> and then they're starting backwards. Yeah. So now they know. Maybe the payoff is after two years, <laughs> they figure out who the hell that was <laughs> that's oh, been talking. that guy. I didn't know his name was Scott. Yeah, I'm uh, both uh, my liver and my, my checkbook are glad I did not go to mm. New Orleans this year, mm. this uh, this week. That uh, I'm sorry, those looked painful. Those nights looked like long, painful nights, or more painful mornings. They just look defeated this afternoon. Oh in their yeah, video their live video this <laughs> afternoon is like they went from fucking Animal House <laughs> to motherfuckers all in costumes, halfway house. They're all sad. Dragging us. <laughs> yeah. It's like I have a cape on, so the cape says party, but my face says don't look at the sun. Oh, yeah. It looks rough. And uh, also on the show is Trenton. Uh, from my point of view, the Jedi are evil. Well, only the Sith speak in absolute. Well, you should have said, no, Scott. No. Your quote is, well, then you are lost. Oh, Come on, man. That's true. It was just an okay movie. Oh, you're an idiot. Actually, no, that was the best of the prequels. Dude, that space battle at the beginning is so cool. Mm-hmm. But we're here to talk to you about some Disney parks, Disney booze, and a little bit of debauchery in between. So sit back, relax, and uh, pour yourself a hurricane. Maybe a giant one that feeds like four people. And get the high ground. And enjoy the adult side of Disney with three sheets of the mouse. Um, look, you know, Tim and Adam normally on the show, but today... They are recovering from probably the worst three-day hangover. I believe they've got a wing reserved at Reflections. They do. The, uh, three sheets. I, I would be <laughs> rehab in a popcorn bucket. I, ugh, blech. I've just, I've just come to the come to the realization oh, that bitch. if I ever go to Nola, I no, I ain't, I ain't even gonna try to the, hang. The, with the only them. difference is I would be throwing up a popcorn bucket at Joan's house instead of just her popcorn bucket in Disney World. 
Like, I'd be <laughs> in her home throwing up. <laughs> yeah, I, I just wouldn't hang. There's no way I could do it. I, I drink quite a bit, and I can I can handle my alcohol. Nah, that's... I, I'm, like, double A compared to those You're guys. drinking on a children's liver scout. Well, that's true. But speaking of speaking of lots of things to drink, uh, like we do every week, we've got some something to drink with us tonight. So, uh, Trent, what are you drinking? I actually went a little more bougie tonight. I'm drinking red wine. It's not an expensive red wine, Ooh. but it's a decent table wine. Red, red wine. It's a it's an apothic uh, it's apothic red. It's just a a blend. Mm-hmm. Um, but I like it. It's good for the twelve dollars I paid for it. So it's an it's an excellent bottle of wine for twelve for twelve bucks. bucks I mean, can't go wrong yeah. with it. And it's um, I don't know. It's it's. I like red wines that are more buttery on the finish. Like they almost give that 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 mouth coating mouthfeel. I like mm-hmm. that. Mikey, what do you got tonight? I've just got a small pour of my uh, Oban Little Bay. I like that one tonight. But more importantly, uh, my wife was at a thrift store yesterday. And she picked me up a uh, a little velour sock full of sipping stones. Oh, like the, the so whiskey I've stones. got some, yeah, I've got some third hand uh, whiskey uh, stones that came out of a little a little drawstring sock. That is that not I what I thought you, you were going to say that you did with a velour sock. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I thought this was going to be red hot chili peppers fucking well, this, live this is... all over again. <laughs> This is a black velour sock. I usually do that with purple. Like, oh, I could <laughs> fit my balls in the whole Crown Royal bag. Jesus, I think you're nuts. I'm like a goat. Whoa. Oh my God. You should get that checked out. Yeah. Well, I mean, both of them. Not just like the one. That'd be weird. <laughs> uh, Mikey, did you, did you chill them before? Like a grapefruit and a raisin. I did. <laughs> How do they... How do they how do they work? Like, do they work well? Uh, well, uh, I'm pretty sure. I mean, I didn't have to turn them on or anything, but um, <laughs> there's a switch on the bottom. I just uh, put them in the glass, and uh, he put he put on some put on some Beckenberry White, and he poured him a glass of wine, and he was turning them on. <laughs> you know, I I started with three, now I've got five. <laughs> it's pretty pretty quick gestation period for us. From metamorphic rocks, um, I, Scott. I don't know. I, I don't know that anything has happened. Uh, the garage is already cold, so my scotch was already cold. Hey, uh, pro tip: the Mickey Mouse shaped whiskey cubes that you can buy in Disney fucking suck dick. But yeah, they're too they're too small. It's not even that. Them. They don't even really get that cold. I know that sounds stupid because they're frozen. But like literally, they come out and you can just it it. I don't know what it is. They feel warm in your hand still, and they're like expensive because they're shaped yeah. like three. I don't feel like there's even that much liquid in them. Yes, that's, that's fucked. Well, they're they're not. They're too small. They're not going to actually chill something out. I mean, I these are like one by one. That's about the size of those Mickey small. ones, though. But I mean, they're slate. That maybe like Grant. I don't know. Drink. They're I think they're I think they're granite. The point is they've been out of the freezer for going on about ten minutes. Sounds like somebody found some rocks on the side of the road and took them to the fucking Goodwill. Uh, no, they're they're legit because look, 
The bag says sipping you stones. Sip the stones. I've had, I've had them before. Well, and I just... I'm not your stipping. I'm not your stipping stone. <laughs> That's a. It's a little minor threat for you punk rockers out there. Um, I've had them. I, I felt like they just didn't do Thanks, the trick. But they uh, they did look cool. You're drinking uh, whiskey with on the rocks, literally. So yeah, well, you know what? Um, just uh, this past uh, Thursday night, my wife and I went to a a bourbon bar. Mm-hmm. Or I mean, they had a bunch of shit. They had beers and a lot of wines and yep. some uh, cigars. But um, they got an area where you can hold your glass under there, and it's got an emetic uh, dispenser thing where you push the button and it you know shoots the bourbon in your glass for you but i was nosing around back there and then they got a, a freezer opened it up and they've got fancy square cubes big ass fancy round ice cubes and then they had just a whole bunch of rocks you could uh dress up your your drink with so and they, they look just like these but my like i said mine come in a, a velour sock nice nice uh i have got uh, i've got a gift from a sheeter so you, you all know i went over to the london did you i don't um, remember i did but while I was there, I met up with one Ben Madden, uh, one of our own shooters from London, and he trained into London from Kent and bought or brought me a, uh, a small bottle of Dorset Dry Gin. It's uh, from Dorset, which is in England. It's on the southwest coast, right along the English Channel. They've got this uh, pretty cool um, like stretch of cliffside, you know, the White Cliffs. Not quite as famous as the Seven Sisters, which is the... The one you see in all the movies. Dover. Yep, in Dover. Uh, but it's got this like Jurassic Coast, which has got a lot of uh, fossils and stuff in it. Dorset Dry Gin. It's kind of a take on the London Dry Gin. Uh, it's pretty damn good. I'm drinking it in a gin and tonic with a lime. It's pretty pretty awesome. I I like it a lot. So this one's to Ben Men. Thanks, Ben. Is that just gin? is that just gin with an ice cube? Oh no, gin and tonic, tonic. with with natural Sorry. quinine. I was, damn it, you took it right away. That's not getting malaria. With quinine. <laughs> nope. <laughs> nope. And if you stand alone in the Jungle Cruise, you'll get uh, why they need quinine. Because of malaria? Jungle Cruise Q. Mosquitoes. They talk about quinine on the... Uh, oh, I don't listen to that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah he doesn't like the Q. I love the Q. I love the ride. Love the Q. Big news, I had some fancy gin over the weekend. Oh, yeah? I mean, it was it was in a cocktail, but um, apparently it was pretty fancy because they wouldn't mix the, the the drink without it. They call it a joy water, but it's really just an aviation. Mm. But it was made with Monkey Forty Seven. The gin. Yeah. It's Forty Seven botanicals, I think, is what that's they call it. That's way too much. That seems excessive. It's it's a from what I that's a, it, I don't know. Does it not it, seem it excessive though? Forty Seven, like. You're not, like, picking 47 flavors out like you're some fucking, you know. I could definitely pick out the uh, violet. Uh, always a heavy flavor. I mean... Oh, in the what's, in the aviation? Yeah. Yeah, in the aviation, yeah. <laughs> because it had... It had creamed That's the yeah, thing. I mean, like, what that's got... I mean, is that heavy juniper? Is that heavy... It's definitely know. got... I mean, it's got the juniper berries. A um, little bit of that, like, anise flavor. Um, anise flavor, gotcha. Anise. Um, I don't know. Let me, let me take a swig of this straight. There you go. We're really twisting his arm here, folks, to drink liquor straight. Yeah, we had to, had to talk him up to that. 
I don't think he likes his trade. No, it's um, it's good. It's light, actually. It's pretty light, but it's nice and dry. Um, it's it's definitely not as like botanical as Bombay Sapphire. I was gonna say bomb. That's, that's where I was gonna compare it to. I was gonna ask you your for your comparison with Bombay. Bombay is my go-to. Bombay is fucking strong. It is though. very strong. This is really light and very airy. Um, I this one would probably this is probably best with a one cocktail or like one note ingredient you know gin and tonic gin and club soda right um, this uh this would not be great in cocktails because i think it'll get overpowered by whatever you mix it in but this is good for just a you know an alcohol <coughs> mixer kind of thing my next question you don't like fruit in your gin and tonic like I a lime. citrus oh, I okay. lime. oh i didn't see it not oh, i don't have i don't his, have two lines yeah, it's his meaty right way, no shit. but it's not very <laughs> not meaty. two fucking limes. Good technically, time. technically, Trenton was the first to get an actual meaty wedge because he got two limes. Two and full two fucking limes. Two entire fucking limes. They were cut up, but... <laughs> Jesus Christ. I mean, the guy, knew what I, the, the guy knew what I meant. Oh, he knew what you meant. You asked for two limes, he gave you two limes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, I, I got my gin and tonic. <laughs> that guy's my fucking hero. I'm sorry. <laughs> Every time that story comes around. <laughs> it is pretty funny. I know, because you, what, you, you couldn't just take out the excess limes and enjoy your drink? Oh, no, I squeezed well, them all did. into the drink. No, I squeezed them all oh. in there and dumped them all in the, it overflowed my drink. <laughs> well, I got all these limes, I'm damn gonna use them. I wasn't backing down after that. Hey, when life gives you limes. <laughs> joke's not gonna be on me, joke's on you, motherfucker, look at this, they're all going in there. <laughs> it's, he's like a kid who just gets pissed his parents stares at him and then just shits his pants ha 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 you gotta change this the bartender that night Coy was literally watching and going he's serious about this isn't he I literally asked for two limes in the, in, in the hopes that I got two wedges of lime I didn't think that the word wedge was necessary oh it was it certainly was be glad you didn't ask for extra butter <laughs> Or cornbread, for that matter, apparently. Yeah. Paula Dean. Welcome to Three Sheets of the Mouse Resort Review. Here you'll find all the history, information, and tips you'll need to make your stay at the Walt Disney World Resort Hotels the very best and very boozy. Tonight's show, uh, you know, in honor of uh, the great NOLA sheet-up that was going on, uh, that everybody got alcohol poisoning from just watching, we decided to we decided to take a little uh, trip down the Sasagula River and uh, check out the uh, 
the Port Orleans Riverside Resort. We're going to do a little resort review and uh, kind of take it back and check out the history, check out the rooms, give you some tips, tricks, uh, things that you need to see while you're down there, things you need to make sure you do, and uh, and check out some of the bars. Because it wouldn't be uh, it wouldn't be a Nola sheet up unless there was alcohol involved. Or a mechanical bull, oh, yeah. apparently. Eight seconds of glory, Tim. Eight seconds of glory. I was thinking it, I was trying to think of some glory quote, but I can't think of anything good. <laughs> I F- Fortune and Glory doesn't really work. Fortune and Glory Kid. Oh, Fortune and Glory Kid. Mm, yep. Um All right. As long as it's the first three, that fourth one doesn't count. Well, the fifth one ain't going to count either. There's a fifth one? Two years from now. Yeah. Got greenlit. Do you think I could smash this wine glass and cut my own neck before I passed out? (laughs) I'd probably finish the wine first. That way your blood's thinner. Sorry, I didn't mean to think that through. Is Shia LaBeouf going to ruin that one too, making it all (laughs) assed up? No, I have no idea how they're going to finish that one. I really don't. Are they going to put fucking... uh, Hella from Ragnarok back in it again, or no. she's still gone. The next one's gonna be fucking Sharknado meets uh, Indiana Jones. I don't know, but if Indy's son, if Indy's son stabs him with a sword and throws him off a bridge, I'm gonna be really fucking pissed. <laughs> That'd be fucking great. Maybe, maybe they'll just put Sean Connery back in it again, and we'll have. Uh... Well, that's the thing is that's the thing is that uh, when. When Harrison Ford films this, he will be the same age that Sean Connery was when he filmed Last Crusade. And he looks double the age. Sean Connery looked good in Last Crusade. Yes, he did. Harrison Ford looks like dog shit. Well, he's had a rough life. A couple of hard landings. <laughs> <laughs> Banging Carrie Fisher. I think all those drugs absorbed into his penis. <laughs> oh, I don't think that's how it works. You don't, you don't know. She's, she's like a cane toad. That shit just fucking excretes out of her body. <laughs> I mean, that's... I'm sure she was embalmed. Rest in peace, Carrie Fisher. You're a beautiful woman. Did they actually have sex? I don't know. She's a Harry Bush nun, from what I understand. I'm going to guess that when that movie was filmed, I, th- I think maybe they, they probably did a little something. I mean, she had the slave outfit on. and They probably let Luke beat off in the corner. It's fun. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Got that out of the way. <laughs> Woo! And here I thought we were going to be talking about just the prequels the whole game. Oh, oh don't worry. I got more prequel clothes ready to go because Tim and Adam are here. Yeah, that's right. Uh, back in 1982, uh, Vice President of Walt Disney World, uh, Dick Nunes, proposed a brand new development. <laughs> You did crack up. I'm sorry. <laughs> Every fucking time I was doing research and I read the name Dick Nunes. <laughs> you crack up I was thinking, every time we talk about him. I, I just, that that really should have been my gamer tag on PlayStation. It's just Dick Nunes. <laughs> um, back in 1982, Walt Disney World Executive Vice President Dick Nunes had originally proposed a new hotel development near the Empress Lily uh, restaurant, which is now known as Paddlefish, which was also known as Fulton's, but essentially creating this kind of uh, riverboat atmosphere. Well, you know, in the 80s, this was kind of uh, a turbulent time for construction. Now, the expansion was to create an intricately themed resort hotel designed to invoke the, uh, the city of New Orleans, uh, reminiscent of New Orleans Square down in Disneyland, and the recently docked steamboat that you could go and dine at. 
Well, this was uh, this never really materialized just because of soaring costs and the low attendance figures of early Epcot and hostile ta- uh, corporate takeover attempts, which would later be fought off by Michael Eisner and Jeff Katzenberg and Frank Wells. Now, as always in the world of Imagineering, good good ideas never really die. Now, this two-level resort would later come to fruition. However, we know it as the Boardwalk. And if you think of it, the very first level of the boardwalk is all of these shops, stalls, uh, restaurants, and then above it, where you stay, is the actual resort areas. So what they did was they took that. Now, they did want to keep this uh, this New Orleans idea of alive. And in 1988, Michael Eisner uh, decided to open the very first, more affordably priced resort hotel, and that was the Caribbean Beach Resort. Uh, spurred on by this this new development and the the popularity of it, he decided that it's time to re, uh, resurrect the old New Orleans theme and decided to create a brand new uh, brand new resort along the Sasakula River, a man-made waterway. Uh, and that would be uh, Disney's Dixie Landings Resort. Now, that's the original name of this. Originally, we, we, we have this uh, very vast uh, property that uh, that they spread out over over was it two uh, hold on 240 acres so a very large property for them to to put all this on uh, now what they did was they wanted to connect it to to uh, downtown Disney because downtown Disney was going through their Pleasure Island revitalization and wanted to make sure that people stayed there and played there so they actually dredged a, a man-made waterway for two and a half miles all the way to this resort where you could hop on board and, and travel back and forth between the resort and, and uh, downtown Disney. So so it was that Disney's Port Orleans Resort, uh, the, and com- this combined Dixie Landings along with the French Quarter, uh, opened its doors to the public on the 17th of May in 1991. Now, originally they featured only 432 guest rooms, uh, but the room count quickly increased to 1,000 as construction on the four remaining buildings were completed. And then... Uh, shortly after that, the Alligator Bayou Lodge and the Magnolia Bend buildings of the Dixie Landing side opened up to 2,048 rooms. This is a large resort, guys. It's fucking it is. big. Look at it's the huge. footprint. I looked at, I mean, I, I didn't cover the, that's not my section of this, but there ended up being a map. It's it's like Saratoga-esque. It's, mm-hmm. got, that, it's got that same spread out, you know, it, I, I think this is one resort that if, you know, just from my perspective, never stayed there, but looking at the maps, um, if you wanted a place where you could stay and walk around and appreciate where you're at and the scenery, if you're a resort day type person, I think this looks great. This this is. I mean, this is a beautiful resort. Uh, the Sasagula River runs, like I said, runs right between the, uh, the two resorts. Uh, it's a completely man-made waterway, but named after the Native American word for... The Mississippi River. So originally, the Native Americans called the, the Mississippi River the Sasagula River, uh, and so they decided to make that little tie in there. Now, um, there are two separate resorts, but for tonight's resort or tonight's resort review, we're only going to focus on the Riverside section. So, as you walk into the as you walk into the resort, uh, you're greeted by one of the most ornate lobbies on property. Uh, Mikey, do you want to give us a little bit of architecture history about this? <clears throat> uh, yeah, so uh, like you said, this is uh, 
this is a, a just it, it's it's freaking huge first off and it's very open you know some of those lobbies you walk into and you got some corridors uh, that kind of branch off but, but this is just it's enormous um, the exterior of the lobby you've got this um, I think of it as like an old and I know it's called Porterlands Riverside so my description's going to be like well no shit Sherlock <laughs> uh, but it, it does it has that old kind of Riverside town uh, kind of feel to it with um, Lots of, uh, you know, you don't you don't normally see on a lot of uh, resort property where it lo looks like, you know, hardboard siding on the side of the uh, of the buildings. And, uh, you know, it's painted in a, a pretty stark contrast to the color of the roof. Um, you got a ton of windows all around the building that, uh, you know, uh, in the period that the building is set in, that would allow for uh, a cooler summer and uh, help illuminate, you know, the, the interior. Um, and, and just keeping, uh, you know, everything uh, on this sense of, of grand scale, uh, you've got lots of uh, just exposed beams and the actual truss work uh, that makes up the, 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 the roof and, and the ceiling. You know, it, you can see all of that. Um, it looks like there's multiple levels, but I don't really think you can get up on the second floor landing. No, no, it's... Up the, there, the it's, inside, and it's probably a little bit of forced perspective. It may not be a, a, as tall as uh, as it looks. The inside of that lobby is actually supposed to be the inside of a riverboat. So if that's if if you you know take out the middle structures, this is what the riverboat looks like from the inside. That that I mean, yeah, I can see that because there's lots of uh, like I was going to say those uh, those columns that you see. They don't really hold anything up it, it looks like a decorative soffit but if this was a riverboat i can see uh, I, I can see why you'd have the uh, the the decorative columns that line all the way up and down it and you've got uh, just gorgeous crystal chandeliers hanging and some of those uh replicas of uh, the antique uh, I, I mean i guess you'd call them a ceiling fan yeah uh even though they don't, they don't spend it's more of a flat so it's very very old south yeah Oh yeah, yeah. It's 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 very opposite. It lets you. It makes you feel like you're on the property of like a very wealthy, you know, baron or tycoon or something like that. You know, and that's and that's just uh, just the lobby. Now the actual, uh, you know, buildings that that house up the rooms. Um, uh, trend. Like like trend. I'm pretty sure you're not supposed to chug your red wine. It wasn't a chug. I have to get it. It looks like that because I have to pour it like this, so it doesn't get on my mustache. <laughs> Well, it's, I have a meat. It's all about. I have semantics, a meaty I mustache. I gotta be. <laughs> the giant fan is actually more like the paddle of the wheel, and it goes back and forth. It's, it's a great effect. I mean, it's not gonna do anything for you, but. No, it ain't. It ain't moving any air. No. It's moving through air. And that's about it. <laughs> um. And and like you said, Scott, like uh, Port Orleans is broken up into basically two different kind of resorts. Uh, with French Quarter and Riverside, Riverside itself is almost broken up into two different yeah. um, kind of uh, resorts, the way things lay out. And you notice that a little bit in the uh, the architecture of, um, mm -hmm. I mean, of the buildings uh, that, that the rooms are in. Um, you know, and again, it they're still split by the Sasagula River. So on one side, you've got Alligator Bayou. And then on the other side, you've got, you know, Magnolia Bend. And uh, both of the resort buildings, they they look kind of similar because they're from the same, you know, 
time period coming from that you know pre-war the antebellum uh south you know they've got the same characteristics of having large wraparound porches which i mean really that's just where your door is and the balcony if you're upstairs but it works (laughs) you know they make it look like it's part of that architectural styling um you've got basically almost uh you know deck to ceiling columns and pillars but the biggest difference between both of these um areas the the bayou and and magnolia bend is really in the landscaping um the alligator bayou is definitely reminiscent of a uh like a swampy estate mm-hmm. um you know you've got you've got more subdued uh color palette with with earth tones and moss greens and and stuff for the paint scheme and, and the buildings actually look like you know the land was cleared the buildings were built and then this uh forest grew up around it because it was basically built on the uh, the fertile grounds beside the river it's got a lot of uh, a lot of a lot of trees a lot of uh, a lot of moss a lot of like palm fronds coming up and it just has this kind of rustic luxury kind of thing going on not like uh, the cabins we see today but so it's kind of uh, an antebellum necessarily uh like a plantation like a plantation mansion this is okay no Trenton's right the magnolia bend section is more based on the actual plantation manor the manor houses the mansions that they that were living on the on the land and then the alligator bayou is more of the kind of the cabins that were just thrown up in the land near it because they need a place to live and live close to where they worked the cajun the cajun stilt cabins well yeah, I mean, if if you look up um, some photographs of uh, literally, if you just type in Louisiana swamp estate, mm-hmm. you'll find some photographs that look exactly like what the uh, Alligator Bayou buildings look like. I've seen swamp people, Mikey. I feel like I get a pretty good. Shoot them, Elizabeth. But you're right, uh, Trenton. On the other side of the river in Magnolia Bend, you've got these. Uh, the homes that look more like what you'd think of, of a, like a, a southern uh, plantation uh, type estate with lots of clean white paint. Uh, everything is really crisp. Uh, the columns are more ornate than, than, than they need to be just to support, you know, the, the, the landings up upstairs. And they're just... I love the I love the look of the alligator bayou. These, I mean, they're all two levels, but they have that look almost like... Um, Almost not like a, I mean they're they're big, okay. So they they look more like a, a just a family home on in the land. Yeah, I really enjoy this yeah. this area of the resort. I like that um, the 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 landscaping on uh, Magnolia Bend is all real clean. Oh yes, uh, it doesn't look like it's been grown up. It looks like. Uh, like it's been maintained by an experienced groundskeeper mm-hmm. there, you know. They've got you got garden paths, you've got you know fountains, flower gardens, and uh, it, 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 the trees growing there look like they were planted uh, purposefully after you know the the land was the cleared, estate yeah. was built, you know. Yeah, with the exception of there are some huge uh, old oak trees that you would expect to see on these you know hundreds I year was old going to estates. Ask. If anybody had the story of how they got those large oak trees, only because I live somewhere that has literally the oldest oak tree in the entire world. Well, I mean, these are all these are all southern oaks. These are southern live oaks, so they grow naturally in Orlando. But they, too. there's no, but there's no way the size of the oak trees that are at this resort 
were planted as as baby trees and they've grown this. Large. Oh no 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 no! They've been they've been there. They were probably there when the when the. So uh, you think they just picked this this plot of land and worked around those oak trees? I think some of them, yeah. That's fucking impress. That's impressive, impressive planning. I think some of them, yes. I could also see them uh, using oak trees from other parts of the property being cleared away. And I think it would be hard. I think it would be hard to to relocate an oak that large. Well, they did it in um, in Magic, or yeah, in Magic Kingdom. Yep, that was located somewhere just off of uh, Fort Wilderness. That's fucking impressive because of the root structure of oak trees is very, very mm-hmm. widespread. I mean, it's that's it's impressive they kept them alive if they moved them like that. It's it's impressive they got permits to move oak trees that large. To be honest with you, actually, I mean, I guess if you own the land, it's a little different. But I was gonna say if if you own the municipality, well, I can tell you great. as somebody from from Charleston, South Carolina, there's a lot of stuff on buildings and trees that's very, very hard to get permits for. Well, that's that's why you create your own development and subdivision and land and right. But the Reedy Creek uh, Fire Department is having a big making a big stink right now about having a say in all this because Reedy Creek Fire Department is technically not on the board of directors for Reedy Creek, and they're like they're not going to build a nuclear plant there. Mm, they have the right to though. They have the right to, but they they just spent a shit ton of money building more and more solar power. They're gonna it's stick. Just, you they're you, gonna you stick can solar. you can cut all this out, but just look that up. It's they're making a huge. It's a huge legal battle right now, Scott. You would really probably get a real hard on from reading it all. Probably would. Um, <clears throat> firefighters. Mikey. I know my rights. Mikey, I'll, the, I'll ax your shit down right now. <laughs> the uh, here's Johnny, bitch. The best part I think about the Magnolia Bend area is what happens at nighttime. This place really comes alive with oh, the lighting. Yeah. Uh, the show, the show lighting that they do in the fountains, in uh, the pools. I mean, lo- I think lost in all of this is just the beauty of this resort, the the proper southern n- southernness of this. It uh, it's definitely at, Tritton hit the nail on the head. Just it's it's a strolling, uh, a strollable location. If you just want to just go for, I mean, if, especially if you're already staying mm-hmm. there. You know, if you just stay in there, fucking leave the room and just go for a stroll and, and just take in, uh, take in the, the the sights and the sounds, the architecture and everything like that. It's uh, it really is. It it's probably one of my because uh, me and Stephanie went there this past uh, trip. Um, probably one of my favorite themed, I guess, uh, resorts that we've been to because it just. Well, you're from the south. It makes sense. As a, well, I mean, even even I, I mean. Um, yes, I'm from Arkansas. It's south, but it's not that south. We we are we are mountain people mostly, hillbillies. No, I, t- I totally dig this resort. I love the beauty and the, I love the old old southern charm of this. It uh, it really takes you out, and and this is what we talked about when we did our um, we did our resort planning. Our when we actually made our own resort, the moderates really take you out of a place and take you somewhere else in real life and this does a bang up job of taking you out of Florida and putting you in you know the old Georgia plantations or the old um, uh, New Orleans Savannah. plantations it's Savannah, so, Georgia yeah. it's, it's, it's Savannah, it's New Orleans it's, it's, I mean it's obviously New Orleans but I mean it's, it's Charleston, it's Savannah it's, it's those old 
port cities that mm-hmm. and from the structure or the you know the the building structure the the theming the pictures I've seen it's it's not far off man they they've done a great job here with not only I mean this is from the foliage to the the, the paint schemes to the, the the columns like Mikey was saying those ornate columns right I mean it's everything is spot on and it, you know one of the one of the little things that I love about um the lobby check-in that we talked about was as you get in the lobby, you see all of the, you know, you get into this, the check-in area and you see all of the, the names of the cities along the Mississippi River, all the ports of call, you know, um, Gretna, Calumet, Port Eads, St. Louis, St. Genevieve, Cape Girardeau, uh, Cairo, Memphis. It really does transport you to a different time and place. And I love this. I absolutely love this resort. I'd love a drink. <laughs> well, at you know what, there's places to get drinks over at uh, Riverside. Um, Trenton, why don't you tell us a bit about those bars? So the one that that a lot of cheaters are going to want to go to that's it's the cheaper one. So you're going to be an economic, and you're going to be by the pool. It's going to be the the Muddy Rivers Pool Bar. Um, and from what I see, it, it looks like a it looks like uh, <laughs> the picture almost looks like. If you were, you ever seen the show True Blood, where they're like mm-hmm. out in the middle of the swamp? It's like a little shack, kind of. Yeah, that's what it looks like to me. It it looks like a shack. It looks like a fishing shack next to uh, next to a river. But if you like um, Trader Sam's, I think you'll like this place, especially if you like that big hurricane that was in the photos from uh, the Nola sheet up. They have a hurricane here. It's only. Seventeen dollars of Jesus Christ! No, twelve seventy-five. Is it seventeen dollars? No, sixteen seventy-five. Scott. That, oh, that that's with the that's in uh, a souvenir hurricane. Souvenir glass. Yeah, that's twelve seventy-five. Twelve seventy-five. So, if you get it in the regular cup. The one on this menu that looks the most like I would want to order it is the Gata melon juice, Midori melon liqueur, pineapple juice, and Monin banana blended with pina colada <clears throat> mix served in a souvenir hurricane glass. I think that's Gata Melon, like Gator. Gata, uh... Gata sorry. Melon. Yeah. <laughs> but... Uh, I'm, the, I'm drunk, that's I know funny. some. Uh, <laughs> I know some cheaters that want the Frosé. They do carry the Frosé here. They do. Uh, you can also get the Frozen Jack and Coke uh, here. You can also get a Captain Mai Tai. Mm-hmm. Well, or that's a, a standard Or one. a Nola Cola. That sounds interesting, <laughs> I don't know if it, it sounds... I can only imagine what it would taste like after seeing the videos from... This. It doesn't actually sound good. The Bayou Spice Rum, Pineapple Juice, and Monin Dessert Pear blended with raspberry puree. I, I don't mm. know how that's a cola in any way. Um, Splash. I would uh, I would say that the Hurricane is probably the go-to drink. They do have this one called All That Jazz, which is a blend of the Front Porch Freeze, the Gator Melon Juice, and the Nola Cola. So all three of those are pre-mixed in a machine where you actually just pump it right so out. It's a suicide. If you want a pre-mixed drink, if you want a pre-mixed drink from one of these places, go to Splitsville. I, I, in my opinion, um, but they do offer some other non-alcoholic beverages. They have some smoothies, um, something called a bullfrog brew, which is just Odawa lemonade, green apple, and kiwi served in uh, a mason jar. That's pretty. That, that doesn't sound bad. No, doesn't sound too bad. And then it's served in a light-up mason jar. Although I didn't catch that the mason jar lights up. I it does say light-up mason jar on the thing that I'm reading. But that's I, pretty cool. I didn't say that part. That's it's kind of nice. It, you know what? 
it, it kind of brings the kids into the same atmosphere, and you don't feel bad bringing the baby to a bar. Baby in a bar. Baby in a bar. But this hurricane, the hurricane looks good. I mean, it's a, it looks like a standard, but it does have Gosling's The Black Seal, which is... Really if you're going rum, you, I mean, if you're, if you're going to pay that much for a rum drink, you might as well have that in there. Right? And Don Q, so it's got some pretty decent rums in it. Yeah. Uh, but it, it, it also comes in a nice, uh, like we said, in a nice uh, souvenir glass with the Port Orleans Resort logo on it. It's actually pretty cool. It does look, I mean, it looks, they all look really good. I mean, I don't think anything on this menu I would turn my nose up at. They do serve Woodbridge as their house wine, and it's $9 a glass. Jesus Christ. That's that's standard for Woodbridge at these places. You can also get Woodbridge at the gas station for seven dollars a bottle. That's true. <laughs> what do they got for beer? Uh, it just says assorted beer, draft bottle, and can between seven twenty-five and ten dollars. Uh, I could so Yingling, it's gonna Light, be Bud Light, Budweiser, Bud Bud Light. Yeah, the standard Michelob Ultra. Yeah, the standard beers that you get. Uh, you can get the uh, Hefeweizen Schoffenhofer. Uh, oh. New Belgian fat tire. Um, That's uh, not a bad. Which it, it's it's though. odd that they have the drafts. They don't have the same drafts here. But when we move to a bar later at this resort that has very authentic Louisiana beers, it's odd that they don't have them here as well. To be honest, they do have Abita on draft. Uh, oh, do they? Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. So that's what I meant. The other bar here that's more prominent has Abita on draft for about the, between those prices. Where's but, Abita? Where's Abita from? It's from Louisiana. Okay, that's probably why. Yeah. They, they bring that in for, for that kind of authenticity. Now, a lot of people's first Abita beer that they try is the Purple Haze, which is going to be uh, a raspberry wheat beer. Um, it's pretty It's pretty good. It, it's, it's not overly fruity. It's, it's not. And Scott's always the don't fruit the beer guy, so if he's saying it's good, I like it, but he's the I not prefer, fruit the beer. I prefer the amber, but Purple Haze is a pretty damn good beer. You won't go, you can't go wrong. <laughs> is that the one what got the alligator on the bottle? Nope. No, that's... Oh, I think, then that's not the one dog? I've had. It might be. I prefer the Turbo Dog over the Amber, but I don't remember what's on the label. Mm. I like the Amber. Uh, I, I do like the Purple Haze. You can't go wrong with that one. Um, but they've got some pretty decent uh, beer selection. Everything from Concrete Beach, which they make the uh, Kungaloosh that everyone loves, to uh, Cigar City's famous Highlight IPA, which the everybody highlight. loves. You can't go wrong with the Highlight. If you're an IPA drinker, the the fucking Highlight. I mean, it's it's a it's definitely a Belgian hopped IPA. So you're gonna get a lot of that citrus, which fits the Florida theme. So you're gonna get a very very bitter, very very strong citrus IPA. That's gonna be also a high alcohol content. You're probably gonna get more bang for your buck than any other beer. If if you're trying to just get shit faced, that is. Now, if you if you want to go and relax inside out of the hot Florida sun, there's another place to go. You want the the other lounge? All right, yeah. full Monty, full, full Monty. Monty here, folks. So we're gonna go with probably one of the most famous bars, mostly for the entertainment on property, which is the River Roost Lounge, mm-hmm. which looks very accommodating. I've never been here. The pictures look like I could go there and hang out for a quite a while. It's a great bar. It's quiet up until the time that Yeehaw Bob comes on, but it is a nice, beautiful, just country club style lounge. And and that fits very much Old South. I mean, mm-hmm. that's country club dining and, and drinking at its best. Now, the menu looks fucking great here, actually. 
I was reading over this menu while I was doing my research earlier, and they have a, you know, I don't want to jump to desserts right away, but hummingbird cake. I don't know if you ever had a hummingbird no. cake. Oh my god. So, their description here is a Riveru signature dessert, pineapple banana cake soaked with our Bayou spiced rum, roasted pecans, and cream cheese frosting. It's Ooh. going to be essentially a, a fruit cake with cream cheese frosting and liquor in it. I'm down for that. Um, they're going to have chicken wings, southern fish and chips, which is going to be catfish with oh, steak so fries. Good. I love fried catfish, man. No matter what <coughs> people say about catfish. Um, and Dewey's sausage and cheese dip. Fried catfish. Fried catfish may be one of the most underrated uh, meal items that you it, can find. It truly is, especially if it's if it's cornmeal crusted. Oh, it has to be. Fucking god. Oh, especially if if it's uh, been just dredged up from the murky depths <laughs> of the Arkansas River, eating all those that same eating day. All the crawfish. It just tastes yeah. like crawfish. Now, one of the things that one of the things that I. Um, I spy on this menu that I need to have uh, the Mardi Gras fritters, which are house-made pimento cheese fritters mm. with pepper jelly. I don't care what people say. Pimento cheese is one of the greatest things ever. So Scott, pimento cheese sandwich is awesome. You know what? One of I love pimento cheese, and also one of the things that a recipe that I actually made, which I'm pretty sore about. A chef that I worked for stole my recipe for it and still serves it, which really fucking grinds my gears. Uh, white cheddar. Pimento cheese, aged Ooh. aged white cheddar pimento cheese. That's probably really. I do a mix of white and yellow cheddar. Um, I I make it every April uh, because it's most famously served in Augusta, Georgia, every April, and they sell hundreds of thousands of these during the week. Scott, you would love my pimento cheese. I'd I'd, I'll, I'll have to put my cheese in your mouth here soon. Um, so what <laughs> I thought... Don't get it on my beard. <laughs> it won't get stuck in his beard because he doesn't have one. So what I thought you were going to get excited about was the Sazerac. Oh, all right, let's get to the drinks, because there are some specialty cocktails here from New Orleans, and most famous, because it was created in New Orleans, is the Sazerac. Sazerac. It's got agave, bullet rye, small batch, which everyone here is a fan of, I believe, mm-hmm. and then Peixon's bitters, which is a splash of Pernod. I'm not sure what Pernod is. Pernod is the, uh, it's, it's the um, milder version of absinthe. Gotcha. I like. I mean, I like absinthe. So. A sazerac is made. A sazerac is made with a splash of absinthe. They didn't use absinthe here because of the wormwood, so they use Pinard, uh, which is kind of just a milder version of it. Is that not legal in the U.S. now? It's. It, it, oh man, I can share with you a video that it's all fucking bullshit. Uh, I think it's pretty bullshit. It's fake news. The, the whole the whole wormwood hallucination. Yeah. yeah no. No, I let me let me share with you a, a link eventually, Trent. Now the Southern Hurricane here, it looks like the same as the other one, but it has a floater of Southern Comfort on it. I honestly, I would probably go with the other one. The other one sounds a little bit better. Southern Comfort gives me a fucking headache. I don't like Southern Comfort, but I guess this is called the Southern Hurricane. But the other one, the other one had Don Q. And Gosling's. This has Myers. And this yeah. has Myers, Myers Dark, which is still good. And then Bayou Silver Rum. I, I just think the other one sounds better. It's also six dollars cheaper. Yes, <laughs> but I think that. I get what you're saying. Better. I would rather if you're already in fucking Disney, spend the six fucking dollars. Exactly. Um, but also Southern Comfort. I drank way too much of that when I was what eighteen, nineteen. I, I don't need any more Southern Comfort. 
That's a that's a liquor you drink when you're young and you want something that's sweet that doesn't. True, <sighs> true. Thinking about Southern Comfort right now makes me want to vomit all over my computer. <laughs> I honestly can't say I've had too much of that. I've had it in a few things here and there, but never the good, really. The only uh, thing Southern Comfort's really good for is eggnog sometimes. Yeah, probably because it sweetens that up. Yeah. And then and then they have the the Abitas here. Yeah, River Roost Lounge is a great bar. We'll get into the entertainment side of that in just a little bit. Um, but right now, let's head over to the pool. Let's head back to the pool because Mikey's going to tell us about the Old Man Island. Ooh. Oh, yeah. I'm going to tell you about a lot of, uh, a lot of, a lot of pools um, because fucking Riverside has a total of six pools <coughs> on its property. That's a, six. That's a, lot. a half dozen freaking pools. Pools, not counting the kitty pool. This is what I love about the moderates, is that they have a main feature pool and all of these quiet pools. I was about to say, is it true that five yes. of the pools are quiet pools? Yes. Hmm. Yes. We've Yeah, you've got you've got the main pool, which is featured on uh, Old Man Island, which is this uh, kind of man made kind of island right in the center of the property. Is um, that the one with the water slide? The, the, yeah, it's the oh. themed family pool. It's got like a 95 foot uh, water slide that actually look in some video of it it's got a got a little dip toward the very end that might uh, might pop your back or knock your wind out of you if you're one of my kids <laughs> um the the theming on it I'm just gonna be bla- I'm gonna be honest with you I thought it was kind of lacking I guess it's kind of sparse to 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 my to my eye um I know it's supposed to look like an old kind of lumber mill or a sawmill and stuff like that and uh Really, I mean, it, it's got some wooden towers. It's got like a, a log flume, an actual log flume that, you know, stretches from one side of the pool to the other and it leaks. So when you're playing around in the shallower waters, you got water dumping on your head and stuff like that. But I mean, really, that's almost uh, its almost all you get for, for theming to tie it into being a, a sawmill, a lumber mill, which is something you would find alongside the river. Well, you've got all of these like woodworks around it. I mean, it's pretty, it's pretty heavily themed for the um, the woodworking around the pool. Like all the all the ah. light posts have these like old school um, cross you know cross T bars and uh, kind of like not gas lanterns, but there's like wire lanterns that hang from the side of them. Well, if I'm if I'm theming a pool, I want the pool to look cool. You know, like. Like old Key West pool. That one looks pretty damn cool. Oh, with the sandcastle? Yeah, it yes. does. It, because you can look at that and you can tell that it... You put a six-year-old here, he doesn't know he's at a sawmill. Yeah. He just sees a bunch of waters. Anyhow, um, you've got the main pool, and then you've got a separate kind of kid-sized, you know, round uh, wading pool, as well as a super small-looking jacuzzi. For, that jacuzzi uh, was fucking sad. Dude. <laughs> two to three adults. <laughs> well, the, the maximum and, and, load and, and, and the maximum load for that is seven people. What size adult what well, size adults are we better <laughs> I don't know. It is like Scott size adults or <laughs> yeah. like 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 the kind of the kind of adults that wash their hands at the bathroom <laughs> at top of the world. <laughs> it's tiny. That that jacuzzi this can fit thirteen Vern Troyers. Yeah, and 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 here's if if you're wanting some some fun, I would say hop in one of the hammocks located by the jacuzzis and just people watch as folks hover, waiting their turn to dip their toe in the hot water. <laughs> this is true. Um, now, uh, a word of caution: if you're an over anxious parent, 
this pool may cause you to break out in hives because it is not very symmetrical. It's kind of an organic, natural lagoon shape with lots of inlets and corners and stuff like that. And these support structures that are kind of part of the theming, uh, you don't have a clear line of sight to every area of the pool. So you could you, it, it could cause some pain. Now, Mikey, my info here says that that water slide is 95 feet long. Yeah, it's a yeah. big one. That's a big motherfucker. Yeah, it's got a, several switchbacks. Like I said, it's got a, a butt bumper toward the end. Uh, to to you know make you bite your tongue so you come out screaming and crying and running. T- Maybe it slows you down a little bit instead of coming out of the goddamn slide like a fucking torpedo, <laughs> like in the goddamn Polynesian, and rip my fucking shorts off. It was like Mikey was the water. You have a you have a problem with your shorts staying on your body. It I does. just like taking I'm my thinking pants maybe off. It's not it was me. just an excuse. <laughs> Um, now, as for the other pools that are there, they are listed as uh, quiet pools, and they are noticeably smaller, but I wouldn't say they're, they're not jacuzzi small. Um, <laughs> they are smaller. Now, you've got two uh, over at in Magnolia Bend, and uh, I, I mean, I guess you would call them kind of stately-looking pools. I mean, they're very rectangular. Uh, there's, there's not really... There's, there's, there's maybe some umbrellas. There's not a whole lot going on there. Uh, and then you've got like uh, three of them in uh, Alligator Bend, and they're again kind of curved, uh, you know, kidney-shaped lagoon-style pools that are situated with uh, with some shade around them, and and they 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 look really nice actually. Like I could probably, if uh, if I had a beer winch, that's like where I would sit all day long. Look now, it's the rules say there is no food and beverages in the pool or on the pool deck. However, there is also no lifeguard on duty. This says they're also open 24 hours a day. The, yeah, the, well, okay, so the, um, the Quiet small pools, pools are supposed to be from 7 a.m. to 11 p.m., but the closing is not enforced, okay? So you can still go in there whenever you want and midnight dip. Don't whip your willy out. Inappropriate Do not attire, whip your willy please. out. This is not the <laughs> yes, Drew. This is not the set of Drew Carey. God damn it! <laughs> exactly, exactly. This is this is not sounds terrifying or whatever sounds that dangerous. was called. <laughs> sounds dangerous. This is uh, this is a public location. Um, mm-hmm. Don't it, just. Because let me tell you something. If you are, if you're, look, just send the nudes. Don't do the nudes. In the middle of the night, there are still maintenance people roaming around the resorts, and if they hear splashing, they're gonna come check it out. And there's drunks that couldn't get the last monorail out of fucking Trader Sam's, <laughs> still moving around. So That's right. you, you may have a situation like that. Yeah, uh, but no, the the quiet pools are very nice. They're uh, the ones in Magnolia Bend. Uh, they're they're stately. They're uh, eloquent and elegant. I mean, they are really fancy pools, and that's what they're supposed to be. The ones that Alligator Bayou, like Mikey said, are just—they're beautiful. They really are. They are with the tall pine trees around you and the the southern moss growing everywhere. Love these pools. Hey, um, yeah. Fun fact: After we were talking about oak trees earlier. Do you know that the live oak that's on Old Man Island was re- relocated from the current site of Disney's Animal Kingdom, and it is the largest living live oak tree ever to be transplanted? Well, which is thank you for doing the research and backing up our statements. Mm-hmm. I 
I didn't know that a tree that big could be fucking transplanted. They uh, they did, did some 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 tree research. Now. <laughs> <laughs> fucking botanist, goddamn it! Arbor, arb- hey, arborist. here we go. It's the all botany nope. episode coming nope, Trent, up. you're an arborist. Whatever, I tried. It botanist, was... botanist would be flowers. Arborist is trees. I don't give a shit. You can bring in horticulture, but you can't make a drink. Exactly. <laughs> it's. <laughs> He's talking. Tim, that was one of Tim's quotes. In the in the words of Frank Reynolds, whores. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, but no, these are these are great pools. If you are staying at them, check them out. They're they're wonderful to uh, to just chill at. Oh shit! Real quick, I, one more thing. I looked at my notes, but oh yeah, this this blew my mind when I found out about it. All of the quiet pools have a laundry located near them. Hmm. Really? Yes. And these laundries. I, I didn't know this was a thing. You guys might know that. But they're all hooked up on the internet, so you can log in to a web page and see what washers and dryers are, are full or empty, or you can check on your load from your fucking phone. Wow. Yeah. I'm going to tell you right now. It's called... LaundryView.com slash Disney World. There you go. Yeah. And you you type in Port Orleans, and you pick uh, what which area you put your, your shit in, which... Uh, which washer and dryer setup it is, and you can pull up that that laundromat area, camera. and it'll tell you. Hey, right now at the Cozy Cone Pool at Art of Animation, uh, dryer number one has twenty nine minutes left. I uh, is, is there a camera? Uh, no, but there's like uh, a there's like a three D image thing that's going on. It's the Sims. And guess what? The dryer is shaking. It's in use. Shit and shit yeah, and laundry. That reminds me of the worst story I have from college. That's bad news. This is uh, this is amazing. Is it not? Is that not crazy? Like, if you're someone who does laundry at Disney, um, if your resort offers this laundry, laundry, I mean, I could pass time just watching, just going from resort to resort, trying to see what's available, just seeing what time of day do people do all the laundry. This, this sounds like a Lynn Testa thing. He's like, you could do your laundry at three p.m. It's the best. Right now at the Whoa, at the paddock uh, pool in Saratoga Springs, there is one washer in use and one washer available. This is amazing. This is this is mind blowing. Yeah, this this is great fucking radio. I gotta say, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Hey, listen, you, you say that you say that, Trenton. <laughs> fucking people are gonna if if they don't already know you can do this, <laughs> they're gonna spend their time on this website. <laughs> Two years we've never talked about fucking. You can go on the internet and see what lund, what washers and dryers are available at hey, Disney also, Resorts. Oh, oh, guys, guys, live report: a dryer just went in use at the Saratoga Springs paddock. Jesus, I'm Christ. not kidding you. It just lit up red. This it is, is now in use, and there is there is, is 55 minutes <laughs> remaining on that dryer cycle. This is approaching creepy. This is amazing. So, any shaders, if you just put your laundry in the dryer. <laughs> well, no, this is really cool because it also, if you if you do your laundry, you can actually get notifications to your phone saying it's done. So, you can then head out of the laundry, laundry room, go over to the pool bar, and drink. Because that's the only time I've ever done laundry was when I was drinking at the pool bar. And now you know how much time you got left before you got to finish your... Uh, your hurricane. Your hurricane. Awesome. So yeah, that's that's what awesome. I got. Sorry, I didn't mean to derail us with actual Disney talk. All right. So look, while your uh, while your laundry's drying, you might want to go and get some food because you're probably hungry. Um, Trent, our, our resident foodie, all Ooh. of a sudden. 
Mr. Boom Boom. So do we want to talk about the good food or the food food first? Start with the food court. Okay. So your your food court here, the Riverside Mill Food Court, um, is going to be your your average moderate to value food court. You're going to have the bakery and dessert shop. You're going to get... Um, you know, croissants, danishes, bagels, muffins, shit like that. Um, there's going to be a grill shop. You're going to get a breakfast burger. Um, they have a breakfast sandwich, a crispy fried chicken. I'm assuming that's on a biscuit. Yeah, it's on a biscuit. Um, oh, that sounds that sounds amazing, by the way. They also start serving pizza at 7 in the morning. They st- Oh, they start? Why not? Have you never had pizza Wait, for no, breakfast? It's just the pe- it's just the okay. pizza shop. But they do a create your own omelet. It's a, a an omelet mm-hmm. station. Um, they do a bounty platter, which is going to be pretty much a big a big breakfast platter. That's the that's the standard uh, scrambled eggs, bacon, sausage, yeah, waffles, waffle. Yeah, Bre- breakfast here is not that impressive. Um, the the omelet station's pretty good. Well, I've had I've had an omelet there. It's pretty good. That's cool. I mean, it's it, like I said, I'm not a big Disney breakfast guy, only because I feel like you're overpaying for shit that that's standard. It's 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 eggs, it's bacon. See, I feel like I feel like breakfast is a good way to start your day, fill up, and then you don't have to have a big lunch. You can have I'm, like snacks for lunch. I'm not denying that, and that, and that's very much a great point, Scott. But what I'm saying is, you're not <gasps> getting anything unique from a Disney breakfast. No, no. Um, Mickey Waffle. Now, for lunch and dinner, you're going to get at the same place here. Um, one that sounds really, really good is the Bayou Burger, which is a chopped braised prime rib, a beta beer fondue, and house-made pickles on a toasted brioche bun with a choice of coleslaw or french fries. I'm hungry. Coleslaw. A braised prime rib burger? <clears throat> Jesus Christ. I'm hungry now. Um, Right? Fried shrimp. Uh... Pulled pork on an all beef long or, or uh, all beef foot long hot dog. Um, I'm not going to mention this plant based burger, even though I just said it out loud because it makes me want to fucking vomit. You got to have something for everyone, mm. even the vegetarians. They're people too. I think. <sighs> kind of. Um, so there's the the pizza shop, which is going to now actually have flatbreads. Um, they don't sound mm-hmm. bad, and they're reasonably priced. I don't I don't know the size of these, but for for ten forty nine, a a decent flatbreads. It, that's that's rare in Disney, I would say. Yeah. Um, salads and sandwiches, stuff like that. Uh, pulled pork, roast beef melt, corned beef, corn, corned beef hash. Um, stuff. I mean, it's 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 food court food, man. Yeah. I, I mean, look, they they've got some decent decent uh, things. Uh, that prime rib thing sounds just absolutely amazing. A prime rib burger. That's what I would go out of. Out of everything on this menu, there's a fried shrimp platter that sounds pretty good. Fourteen bucks is a pretty good price for that. Um, uh, you know, there's a carved Cajun turkey club, a caprese sandwich. Once again, I don't know why you would order that for now. $10. They they used to have um, this, this this like surf and turf burger, uh, which was a shrimp and crawfish patty and a burger. And then it was topped with a green apple slaw, and then served with French fries or coleslaw. Where did it I was... just hear? So Disney brought this back somewhere. There's a burger somewhere that is heard. I don't know if it's at Epcot or where I was listening there, to it. There is one at the Art of Animation. It was a uh, crab cake on top of a burger. No, no, no. This is a burger that just has fried shrimp on it. I was just listening to it today. Mm. It, it's not, uh, look, this one was 
to die for. And I, I hope they bring it back eventually because it was really good. Really good. Do you mean like a beef patty burger and it has shrimp on yes. top of no, it? No, no, no. no, no. no. There, there are, it's, it's the burger and then there's shrimp instead of pickles or something. Like it's, they're between yeah. the buns. Oh, okay. Because, I mean, at Hollywood Studios, uh, the commissary, I got a burger that had like three big ass fried shrimp on top of the bun skewered. No, oh, this is like popcorn shrimp the on the on the top of the burger. Yep. Yeah. Oh, popcorn. But yeah, this shrimp. one was basically a burger patty, and then on top of that was a uh, like a chopped up shrimp and crawfish patty that was also deep fried, and then it was topped with green apple sauce. It was amazing. I don't put fruit on my savory. Green apple slaw is going to be really good for that. I'm okay with that on a cold dish, but don't put it on a hot dish. Like, I like green apple slaw on top of a chicken salad or... Oh, a fried chicken sandwich. Oh, yeah, baby. Um, I don't like green So do we want to go to the, the more upscale dining now, too? Yeah. So this is the one that I really got excited about my research, and it started making me real, <laughs> boat real fucking hungry. Um, boat rights. I, I know boat rights doesn't get great reviews, especially from some larger podcasts that you folks might listen to, um, that shit on boat rights pretty regularly. Um, but the food on this menu looks, I, I would try it at least until I, I learned that it wasn't good. I, I okay. would give it a try. I mean, everything on the menu looks really good and they've done, they've done some creative stuff with it in the last couple years. And, and I They've might just a- be Southern and this looks good to me, but I mean, shout out to Brant Burke. He'll try French onion soup from anywhere. And they have it here, so he's got to try it. I would try. Oh, God, it's so good on a Disney cruise. I would try it anywhere. Um, the crawfish bisque sounds amazing. These are just appetizers. Um, they have your, your pimento cheese fritters. They're just called something different here, Scott. Mm-hmm. They have that same andouille sausage and cheese dip. This must be a shared. Oh, this must be a shared yeah. kitchen, I would assume. Yes. Yeah. It's it, well. That's where the. That's where the. Um, uh, that's where the the food for uh, River Roost is coming from. Now, what I have a feeling a lot of people here do order is the all you care to enjoy chef's platter, which I'm assuming is a is a, a table service or a. Um, it's going to be like what you get at uh, Whispering Canyon, right? This to me, this right here, sounds. Up my alley. Ribs, this is what I would get. Nashville hot chicken. You're getting smoked hot sausage. Chicken. You're getting brisket. Hot chicken is amazing. Potatoes, macaroni and cheese, street corn, and green beans. I mean, if you're from the, everything here sounds really good. I want to go here. I now. mean, if I it, think we might make a if you're farther south of the Mason Dixon line, this sounds like your mouth's watering. Um, now the, the the grilled New York strip with a crawfish, macaroni and cheese does sound pretty good. Oh, that sounds amazing. A blackberry pork demi on top of that strip. Mm. Mm. Yes, please. Now, they also have a deep south shrimp and grits with uh, sustainable shrimp and andouille sausage served with a red-eye gravy over creamy Charleston-style grits. I'll take it. Also amazing. Um, sides, you're going to have your fried okra. You know, your, your southern side, red beans and rice. Mm-hmm. Now, the desserts, creme brulee, red velvet cheesecake, Mississippi mud pie. Oh, Mississippi mud pie is so good. Here you go, Scott. St. Louis, St. Louis gooey, gooey butter, butter cake. cake. There you go, brother. Oh, yeah. I knew I was going to oh, get yeah. you with that one. Look, let me tell you, for for those of you that have not had the pleasure to go to St. Louis, St. Louis ooey gooey butter cake is a staple. It is what we do. We, it's right up there with ribs. It's right up there with pork butt steaks and Maul's barbecue sauce um, and Cardinal baseball. 
But St. Louis, St. Louis gooey butter cake is amazing. Highly, highly recommend it. Now, the one thing I will say that the kids' menu, when I first started reading it, didn't mm-hmm. seem that friendly, to be honest. It's a, this one's a little hard to do. Chicken it's- skewers, grilled mahi-mahi, steak kebabs, turkey marinara. Then it gets into your mac and cheese, cheese pizza, and a cheeseburger. When I first started reading it, it was like, uh, maybe people aren't going to bring yeah. kids. I, is this a more upscale, or is this kind of like the casual... It's casual, but it's it's weird. I mean, now <clears throat> they do have an option for the the real picky eaters, uh, buttered pasta. So you can still get your plain buttered pasta. You can still get all of these other um, things, roast potatoes, uh, house salad. I'm shocked they don't have chicken nuggets here. This seems like it would be a perfect place for chicken nuggets. You can I'm gonna back my wife on it. Probably. I'm on vacation. Don't tell me what fattening shit my kid can't eat, okay? I don't need the grilled mahi-mahi. First of all, what kid fucking is gonna eat grilled mahi-mahi? That's what I was thinking! I was like, maybe I'll order the grilled mahi-mahi. I mean, I like mahi-mahi. It's only $11. I'm I'm here in the kids' menu and I'm going... It's only $11. Steak kebabs, grilled mahi-mahi for 11 bucks? Let's go. I'll order three kids' meals. Get the fuck out of here. (laughs) Can I get a flight? Can I get the kids' flight? No. Uh, The the pasta comes with turkey marinara. I mean, come on, Disney. Come on. Oh, God, I'm so worried about that beef fat. I, it, it, you know what? It's just bullshit because the fucking adult menu is like, hey, here's an all-you-can-eat ribs and Nashville hot chicken, which is fried and smoked sausage and barbecue. I mean, we're worried about the kids' cholesterol. Shit, mom and dad need to wash their cholesterol then. But no. We have, to, we have to make sure the kids are healthy. So let's go to let's go to something a little less healthy. Let's all get cirrhosis together. Um, <laughs> the magical okay. star that's available at many different places on property. The magical star cocktail. It's going to oh, be yeah. your mango, passion fruit liqueur, parrot bay, mm-hmm. coconut rum, pineapple juice. You get the glow cube. It's yeah. standard. Um, and then a lot of these drinks are just coming from other bars at the the resort. You're getting your yep. Sazerac, you're getting your Southern Hurricane, the Ramarita, you know, you have your Abitas. Um, this, the bar is not. They do have a, they do have an Abita beer flight, Mikey. They oh. had the beer flight at the, the roost. They do. Um, I mean, any place has a beer flight. It just depends on how big you want <laughs> portions to be. Here you go, Mikey. You can get a Fonseca Bin 27 character port for $7. Oh. That's actually not a bad price for... Um, it's a three-ounce pour, Scott. Yeah, but, I mean, first of all, port wine is really sweet. If you're going to drink more than three ounces of it... Why do you think I like bourbon in port wine barrels? Yeah, it's very sweet. So am I. I'm like <coughs> diabetes, baby. Let's go. Um, yeah. The Godiva Chocolate Martini is going to be your, your apex dessert cocktail. I don't want any part of any of these dessert cocktails. No, I'm. I'd pass on that. If I'm getting, first of all, uh, if I'm getting something for after dinner drink, it's gonna be the New Orleans Chicory Coffee, the Cafe du Mall Coffee. It, is it trashy to go fucking the dude style and order a uh, white Russian here? You could. You certainly could. It's like adult chocolate milk, man. I like it. Yeah. Um, no, but they have they have a press pot coffee, a French press pot coffee that you can get to your table after dinner. Honestly, it's good coffee. Like, you want some really good coffee in uh, Disney World? Boatwright's got it. I just, I, I, I don't understand why Boatwright's gets the hate. 
And if anyone listening here, if anyone listening to this, po- make a post on the Three Sheets Facebook page. Let us know what you think of boat rides, because this is a place that I want to try. And if there's a reason that I shouldn't try it, let us know. If I can get my if I can get my kid to just chow down on some buttered pasta here, I want to go here. I might recommend this. Will they spell his name in macaroni noodles? I hope so. <laughs> I also want this crawfish bisque. I want everything on this menu. That bisque, the bisque sounds really. I love <laughs> any sort of. You give me any sort of crustacean bisque, and I'm. I'm... Mm-hmm. But this has a touch of sherry in it with creme fraiche. I want this. I don't think it needs the creme fraiche in it, but what probably do, not. But what What do I really know about food? Um, but the sherry. But, that's but hey, fucking he wins. He wins <laughs> one. He wins one armchair imagineer <laughs> poll. What do one know about the food? Uh, one of my favorite dishes here from a, a very small mom and pop restaurant. They have the best Charleston she crab soup in Charleston, and it's a small no name restaurant. It's it's a Filipino family that used to run an Italian restaurant with she crab soup, and now they have a Japanese restaurant, and they make me she crab soup by the the batch on special request, and they put sherry on it, and it's so fucking good. Dude, I'm I want to eat here. I definitely want to eat here. This is so fucking. This this looks great, and like I said, if 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 anyone listening to this has a has a review for us, post your review. It, it, we would be happy to read it and, and, and let people know what we think about the review. Post it on the Facebook page that said, um, you know, on Facebook, Three Sheets of the Mouse. You know, uh, apart from apart from eating and going to the pool here, you got to have a place to stay. Now, we talked about earlier that the Port Orleans Riverside has really two separate areas, the Alligator Bayou and the Magnolia Bend. Um, I want to first dive into the Alligator Bayou it's got some really charming rooms. I mean, these are all basically the Caribbean beach style. So the, the same building style that you have at Caribbean beach, two level rooms, kind of, uh, you know, square buildings, about three, two or three of them mixed together where they form kind of a, uh, an hodgepodge of shapes. And they're, they're all pretty standard. They come with two queen beds, a fold down bed, you know, one of those like hit hideaway beds, Fridge, coffee maker, table, air con- air conditioner, and then uh, the bath with the shower. Um, not too, you know, not too different than any of the other moderates that you've been to. But what I like about these is the rooms here have a lot of bedding. I mean, you get two queen beds, and then you also have a bed for a pull down for a kid. So this can sleep up to five people. Um, all the sinks in the Alligator Bayou are themed wonderfully. If you've ever looked at some of the rooms, they've got this like washboard kind of front to the cabinets, and they've got a very rustic feel to it. I I love, you know, I love the I, the theme of these rooms. It's kind of that, that like rustic uh, woods cabin in the bit, middle of a swamp that uh, that everything's very natural and organic. The uh, the furniture is actually made out of old shipping crates, so they've got like. Uh, little hidden Mickey's on them, hidden things where it says like "ship to Alligator Bayou" or "ship to uh, Boat Rights" or the uh, Riverside Mill Court. You know, all of these different nods to inside the resort. Um, the other the other set of rooms over at Riverside is the Magnolia Bed. Now, like Mikey said, these are the stately manors, the southern charm, stately trees. 
there are four different buildings, Acadian House, Magnolia Terrace, Oak Manor, and Parterre Place. Each have about 250 rooms. They're really nice. I mean, we stayed in we stayed in one of these, and I'll get to that in just a second. But these are very well, um, you know, nice pastel greens, uh, French style furnishings. You know, heavy curtains. The curtain. Look, I'm gonna gush over the curtain work in this room. The curtain work is amazing. They're big, heavy curtains. They're tied out like you're living in a nice southern plantation manor. The, the bathrooms also have a very clean white feel to them, uh, very, very open or very brightly lit, brightly colored. Again, you know, not the biggest room, but this one only, these only sleep four because they are only two queen beds. They don't have the pull down bed that, uh, that the uh, alligator bayous have. Now, the newest renovated rooms here, the royal guest rooms. Now, this is the one we stayed at. Uh, even before kids, because why not? Everything in this room has been themed to, basically, Tiana has thrown, uh, has invited all of her Disney friends, Disney princesses, to come in and redecorate these rooms, and they all left a little bit of something. Um, so as you walk into the rooms, the, the bedspread is, you know, it's bright, it is uh, patterned with princess crowns, the backdrop of the beds have this ornate, uh, headboard where there's fiber optics built into the built into the headboard, so you can have fireworks. It, it really does feel like a royal room. Are these rooms worth, in your opinion, the extra one fifty to two hundred bucks over a value? Oh yes, absolutely. For for your average Disney goer, Scott, not yes, not you. just because the mattresses are better than the value. You shit on those mattresses at the All-Stars. They're not bad anymore. I I just slept on one at, at Saratoga. It was pretty bad. Saratoga's not a value. Saratoga is a deluxe. It felt, that mattress felt like the same ones I remember from the All-Stars. Well, that's where you own, so you're shit on your own resort. Mm-hmm. Well, thankfully, they're updated. Oh, my dudes. Uh, but no, this was... this was a, These are beautiful rooms. I really enjoyed staying at the Princess Rooms, um, the Royal Guest Rooms. It was basically, you know, taking all of these great IPs and bringing this into a one room. The bathroom faucets are in the shape of the genie's lamp from Aladdin. Um, the luggage bench is in the shape of the dog from Beauty and the Beast. The rug, there's like a, a rug that's kind of like built into the carpet. So the carpet has like a pattern on the rug. The rug is the magic carpet from Aladdin as well. I liked it. Now, there are no king beds in this section. Uh, there's no f- extra rollaway beds that can be fit into this room because it is jam-packed with all the furnishings. Uh, the pretty cool thing is the table that you have at your in, in your room here has a note from Tiana uh, telling the story about how all of these princesses came together and uh, left their little mark on this room. But the really cool thing is that on the walls it, it are kind of like the silhouette our, uh, artwork, you know, you know, a silhouette, the like card art, the cutout of someone's profile, like like a cameo. Yeah, cameo. That's it. Um, they have the cameos from eight princes from the movies, and this is where we actually get the name for the beast. Hmm. It has the cameos of all of these princes. The one from Snow White, he's known as. Uh, the prince and the one from Cinderella is known as Prince Charming. 
Prince Charming. Yeah, he has no name. Yeah, nothing. Absolutely no name. But we get the one from the prince that we never knew his name because it's never even said in the fucking movie. And that's Prince Adam from Beauty and the Beast. I want to say I heard that or knew it somehow. This is the only place you can actually find in Disney canon that his name is Prince Adam. Way to go, Disney. Good job cutting the corners on the movies. Mm, yep. Can't put one fucking line in so I know who the hell the prince is. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but no, they're, they're beautiful rooms. They do have um, some fun things from Tangled, Beauty and the Beast, Sleeping Beauty, Snow White, Aladdin, Cinderella, and uh, Little Mermaid and Princess and the Frog. No Merida in here. Sorry, Mikey. There's no Elsa either. You didn't apologize Stop. to me, motherfucker. She's not a princess, bitch. She's queen. Okay, Anna, there's no Anna. Well, that's too late. She she came after this. Uh, I, I love the rooms. I really do love these rooms. I can't I can't speak highly enough about these rooms. I think they were beautiful. I think they really put you in the mood for uh, a nice Disney vacation. It, you really do feel like you're in the, one of the royal guest rooms. So I just don't see the I don't I don't see the price the price hike being worth it for me I mean maybe if not like had, as at every time you go to Port Orleans but just just one time I think it'd be fun to to stay a night there in one of those nicer uh when I say nicer I mean just but just just sit there and look around and just take it all in you know it? I strolled all the grounds now I'm gonna stroll my room and look at the the find all the hidden mickeys that are in the border uh, papered mm-hmm. along the top of the wall and shit like that. So now the the, uh, the Riverside regular rooms, the Alligator Bayou, run anywhere from 245 a night to 363 a night. So an average value about 293 a night. The Riverside Magnolia Bend ones, those run anywhere from 231 a night to 355 a night for a garden view. If you want pool view, it's anywhere from 249 to 361. Uh, if you want to be on the water, on the river... Uh, which really isn't a river view. I, I highly recommend not paying for the river view because no matter where you are, you're far away from the river, so you're not actually near it. You don't yeah. actually have a view of it. You have a view of the kind of off in the distance of the river, but it's not really that great of a view. Those are 283 to 390 a night. 283 is a lot. Just get, just get the standard view or the garden view. It's all you need. <sighs> 390 um, for 390 you can stay at a fucking suite at Art of Animation. Art of Animation. Yeah, you can. Uh the Riverside Royal Guest Rooms, those run anywhere from 286 for the standard view, uh 292 for the garden view, 292 for the pool view and 292 for the river view, all the way up to 421 for the highest uh price during the peak seasons. That's insane. That is literally it's, insane. It's look, it's definitely uh one of the higher priced moderates, but it's got uh, the, one of the newest updates to it. it. It's new, and like we said, the grounds are great, the food's great. Mm-hmm. You're coming back to a really nice, relaxing resort. It's, I'm sure it's quiet because of the distance between I, It was one of my quiet places from our Quiet Place episode. I, I picked uh, this area, walking around, grabbing a hammock, and then you run into Brent Burke. <laughs> just happens to fucking be in a was hammock. This also not your, <laughs> well, you're walking your carriage ride area? Well, that we'll get oh, there. no, we'll that was Fort Wilderness. So, no, no, when Mikey did a Christmas yeah. thing, I thought it was... Yeah, no, he... We'll, we'll get there. Okay. Um, but, no, it, it's will. a... It, 
Mikey's right. It is a quiet resort. Like when you when you stay here, you can walk around the resort at night, and it's and you actually hear the the crickets and you hear the uh, the sound, um, the sound of the music. You know, piped in. You, you might even you might even see old Ray. You might even see old Ray. I, it's a beautiful resort. I love love this. Um, Yay! Let's all go. Yeah, let's let's all go. Uh, but no, there are there are plenty of rooms here. Uh, there's like I said, 2048. It's one of the bigger resorts on property. Um, love this. Absolutely love this room or the the this resort. But it, you know, look. When you're staying at a resort, it's not all just being in the room. You gotta have some entertainment, and I think that Riverside probably has some of the best entertainment on property. Now, Scott, the coolest thing that I saw that I think Mikey would really like—they have a fishing hole here, and it's and it's not expensive. They do. But yeah, it's it's like thirteen dollars or twenty-six bucks an hour. Mm-hmm. You get a cane pole. It's it's a it's it's a stocked pond. Um, I don't know what kind of fish you're catching there, but I don't know, crappie, something like Most, that. Mostly, probably mostly brim. Yeah. You know, your 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 bluegill, your pumpkin seeds, your warm mouth. Yeah. So as soon as I read that, I thought about Mikey. <laughs> to be honest. Oh no! I we we had um, <laughs> very first trip way back in 2014. We had originally booked. <laughs> fucking Port Orleans Riverside and I was doing research and I was thinking they got a fucking fishing hole they got a fishing dock we're gonna go to Disney World and catch fish and then we didn't yeah yeah. but I did get excited because that's totally up my alley and something I still uh, w- want to try that now you can't do the fishing excursions out of here Mikey and you're the only one of the three of us that's done that do you think it's was that worth your money oh <laughs> yeah if you're with a bunch of other drunk assholes that you're friends with, is this worth your money? If, if listen on, on the pontoon boat, I think you can have up to five people. So if you break that down five ways, you're looking at probably fifty or sixty bucks a person. A hundred percent worth the money to take this uh, excursion. You will catch a fish. It may not be that big, but you'll catch. We saw Shin's fish. It was um, tiny. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was tiny. I would. I would definitely do it. hundred hundred percent. Even if you're not even into fishing. Take the excursion. You get to see parts of the uh, uh, resort property you wouldn't normally see from a different angle. And and it's a good time. Uh, yeah, do it. Nice. Let's all go. Uh, so another thing that makes me want it to die that I'll never do, bike rentals. Uh, you know, some people might be into that kind of thing. They have regular bikes and they have those those four persons sit there and, and pedal only Sorry, when, bikes. when people are looking and then Sorry, when people bike, aren't looking... Yeah. <laughs> Stop! You make you make you make one person do all the work, basically. Yeah, that's, that's... <laughs> and, it, and it's the poor, it's the asshole sitting up front because he can't look behind him because he's also having to Sit steer in the back seat on these bikes, folks. Um, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and lean the wrong way. So they have bike turn. rentals and boat rentals. Boat rentals more my speed. Um, you're gonna be able to to rent pontoon boats, uh, smaller mm-hmm. smaller Boston whalers, and some some sea racers. <laughs> Um, this seems fun. Those little, those little sprite boats are fun. You just putt around. I mean, it's not you're not out there fucking whipping up wakes, but yeah, we we did one way back in my first trip at the Caribbean Beach because back in the day when you got when you booked your Disney package, like your full Disney package, you used to get a coupon for a free thirty minute rental of these things. Mikey, he said Coupons. dick and package. 
He did. Full package. I didn't say dick. Full package. Said dick earlier. You said dick Oh, I said Nunes. dick earlier, yeah. Dick well, Nunes' package. Dick package. Um. Dick, this full package, Trenton. <laughs> Don't forget that it's a full package. Remember, folks, we are children. <laughs> we are. Yeah, we, we ain't just putting our balls in a Crown Royal bag with a full package. <laughs> but yeah, no these these had uh, these had some awesome uh, awesome views of the resort, and you can go around the Sasagula and check it out. It, it's a it's a fun time. I would say if you're looking at doing the Sea Racers. This would be the better option than getting out on mm-hmm. Bay Lake because Bay Lake is huge and you won't feel like you're getting anywhere very right. quickly. The Sasagula is not that wide and you can zip around from French Quarter to uh, Riverside. And uh, I mean, I don't know how long you got it for, but you can maybe. It's I don't usually know if, a half hour. Can you make it all the way you to can, Springs? You can rent. You rent it by by the half hour. You probably could. I think okay. they. I think they tell you not to, but I think you can make it down there. Yeah, I mean, I know, I know the boat system that takes you from one resort to the other also goes to Springs. How long does that so, uh, that bo- that boat take? From French Quarter to Riverside? No, no, from uh, from because that's the only trip I've from, made. From uh, Sasagula Steamboat Company all the way down to uh, Disney Springs. I don't know the answer to that. I've only gone from one one resort. I want to the other. say it's usually about twenty five minutes. It's not fast. No. It is Baymax. Uh, no, it's not fast. Uh, yeah, the direct boats take about 20 minutes to get to Disney Springs. That's a long fucking time. Pack a lunch, mm-hmm. kids. Now, if you here's the here's the other thing. If you stay at French Quarter, it, it starts at French Quarter. It takes about five minutes to get to uh, French Quarter, uh, from French Quarter to Riverside, and then Riverside takes another 20 minutes. So it's about a 30-minute boat ride if you're coming from French Quarter. Jesus. But I will say you do get a nice view of... The Lake Buena Vista Golf Club nearby. Oh, well, there you go. I mean... You actually go by it. You, you actually go by the, the Lake Buena Vista Golf Club. Are you close enough to yell four to piss somebody off? Oh, yes, you are, and please don't do that. Well, no, but if you're a fan of fucking wildlife, if it's anything like leaving the poly and looking at this golf course, you're going to see deer just in the middle of the day, just mm-hmm. hanging out. So, Trent, what other what other uh, resort amenities do we have? So, here? this sounds more my speed. Is it doesn't mention here if you're allowed to drink during this or not? But I sneak alcohol into a lot of places it's not supposed to be. So, I feel like we could probably pull it off. Um, they have horse-drawn carriage rides, Scott, between six and nine thirty. It does not say anything that is not allowed. It doesn't say you can't. The only thing that's not allowed is paying with a credit card. Yeah, it's a cash. It's all cash. Well, it's cash, or you can charge it to your room. Yeah, that's true. Um, Which is like a credit card, really. Yeah, that's a weird rule. Um, but it's... it's Honestly, this is a cool feature that one of only, what, two resorts have? This and Wilderness Lodge. Yeah. And it's a big enough property. So that's the thing that, that really the, the, the large property lends to this, is that they can allow for things like this. Which is... I mean, you're not... You know... I don't know how much this costs. I don't see a price here, but... $55 plus tax for a 25-minute ride. Is that per person, or is that for the whole carriage? No, for the whole carriage. Oh, that's really good, then. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, it's, for 30 minutes, you you know, grab a grab a bottle of champagne, and... Uh, potentially. Potentially. And uh, head out over there. If you give your driver a little bit, I'm sure you won't give a fuck. I'm sure he won't. <laughs> tip, this tip sounds a, great. You know, put it, put an Andrew Jackson. Speaking of Southern people, put an Andrew Jackson in his hand, and I'm sure he won't care. An Andrew Jackson. So really, Scott, the the huge entertainment here that I'm sure everyone's 
screaming that I haven't mentioned yet. Let's save the good stuff for last. Is he Bob, right? Mr. Uh, Bob, yeah. Mr. Bob Jackson himself. Fresh out of the infirmary. Now, this is a show that I've never seen live. I've only watched videos. Um, there's a lot of audience participation. I feel like Pop Pop can really get his dance on here. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. If he has any left. I don't know. Stella may have left her groove in New Orleans, my friend. <laughs> I mean, it's an hour and 30 minute long show in... And this guy crushes every time. It, it, I've never seen a video. I've seen multiple videos of this 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 gentleman playing. It's never a bad show. Everyone's no. always having such a good time. He crushes that piano. He lets the kids come up. But it's not just a, a you know bring your kids because they're gonna be entertained. I think we get a couple cocktails deep. We're gonna enjoy this, right, fellas? I mean, oh no doubt about it. I mean, this is it's a fucking sing along. It's a dance. It's a it's a holy shit. This 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 is a this is an experience. Look, people rave about jelly rolls, and jelly rolls is fun. It's a dueling piano bar. It's a lot of fun. There's a twenty dollar cover charge. Yeah, fuck that. There's no cover charge here, and Yeehaw Bob puts on probably one of the best shows for any entertainment. On Disney property. If I'm taking, Bar if, I, if I'm paying a twenty dollars cover charge, Scott, somebody's taking some clothes off. I mean, I'll get naked for you for twenty bucks. Yeah, damn. I'll do it for three. Oh, damn. Do, do I hear three? Do I hear two fifty? <laughs> <laughs> Not to undercut anybody. <laughs> no, but Yeehaw Bob does a tremendous show, and Trent's right. The more you get, you know, a few libations in, and you're going to be singing along, and he encourages audience participation. He makes you, he makes you get involved. It's like karaoke night at your local bar. The more you drink, the oh, more yes. you're going to go sing fucking The Final Countdown by Europe. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Now, Yeehaw Bob Jackson, highly recommend uh, you go check it out. Um, love the, and, and just love the uh, love the atmosphere, but uh, he's he is a gem. He is an absolute gem at Walt Disney World. He, he's a treasure. He's a treasure. And a Sometimes scholar. people just love their job. Yes, yeah. but you can love your job and still want to live it up. So Yeehaw Bob plays at the River Roost Lounge Wednesday through Saturday, eight thirty p.m. until just about midnight. Um, every you know every you know. Five or four nights a week. It's a it's a great show. I'd rather see this than a lot of other live bar lounge shows on property. To be honest, yeah. I mean, look, I would, I I will say, if you're looking for a relaxing or intimate bar experience, uh, this isn't it. On uh, on Wednesday through Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday is perfect for you, but definitely. Definitely go check it out. You have on. Yeah. So that, that kind of concludes the entertainment, Scott, for the most part. Unless you count the... Yeah, I mean, there's... The, the, the fucking arcade. No. Because those are all shit. It, it looks like... Dude, they got a great big Pac-Man. It looks, like a, space it looks like a cool <laughs> arcade, but I can do that here. Yeah. Um, um, yeah I mean, they, they also offer babysitting services at... The resort, yeah. Do they? Babysitting is available through Kids Night Out, which is oh yeah, no, they have they have they have someone come in. It's it's the third party service. They but do it is now. offered Disney. It's not through Disney, but they kind of say, hey, if they you need do, a babysitter, they do their, yeah, they do their background checks. Yeah. So that's good. Um, 
No, I, I really love, I really love this peaceful, laid-back, old South atmosphere. Um, one of the things that I, I did find out is that this actually has a backstory. Really? A, an official Disney backstory. Of course it does. Okay. It's got to be better than Maria yes. Enzo's, which I heard recently. Mm-hmm. That was the worst. So back in, <laughs> back in 1704, two French settlers, Pierre Dior and Philippe Lean. Classic. Created a, found this place called Port Orleans. Get it? Yeah. Philip Dor and, or Pierre Dor and Philip Lean, Orlean. They really worked hard on this. Uh, but they, <laughs> they founded this, this, this area back in 1704. It was later sold to the Spanish in 1763. And then uh, the subsequent settling further up the Sasagula River of this fledgling outpost, this Dixney Landings by Jonathan Colby Peace, who was Colonel J.C. Uh, to his family and friends in the mid-1800s. Now, much of that detail, uh, much of the detail of this is was featured in a newspaper that they handed out every to every single person that checked in. They had their own, like, little news sheet that they would uh, give you, which would tell the backstory. It's, it was really cool. Hey, Scott, did you know that this is one of few resorts on Disney property that is now also dog-friendly, but it is a $50 per night charge? That's not bad. I don't know, man. I love my dogs, but... And then I'm not there. Then not for fifty. I mean, how much? How much am night? I hanging like, out? Well, what would it cost for boarding? Like three hundred a night or something like something stupid. For boarding a dog? No, no, no. I'm talking like like at home it, or in Disney, where you live. No, at home. Oh, like at home. I don't know. Probably three hundred total for the week per dog. Yeah, exactly. So okay, so that's like fifty bucks, 50 a, bucks night. a night, right? About well, six I mean, nights. You said a week. So. I don't know. Fifty dollars a night, but that's that's not per dog. You do still have to take care of the kid, the dog, and get well, the Well, that's food the thing. And when I go on vacation, like I said, I love my dogs. I've, uh, if anyone knows me, knows that I love animals. I I am a dog guy through and through. But not so much the deer. <laughs> if I meet no. a dog that's as delicious as a deer, my mind might be changed. Um. I've never been to Vietnam. Uh, I I just, I love my dogs, but I'm not, when I go on vacation, I'm on vacation. I'm not worried about coming home and feeding my dogs. I'm not worried about taking them out to, to, to shit so they don't shit everywhere. I, this is, I, we, we leave our dogs with, with Stephanie's parents. They're taking care of the grand dogs for the week. That's, that's what it is. And... I mean, I guess if you have all the money in the world and you want to come hang out at your resort with your dogs, that's cool. I mean, I love my dogs to death, but it just... Uh, but no, this is a really cool place. It's got so much uh, so much interaction. I mean, you really do feel like you step away from Florida for a little bit and away from Disney when you get here. I've stayed here once. I love it. If I wasn't DVC, I would definitely go back. Because I can't use my DVC. I'm going to be honest, though, Scott. I know. That, that stinks because this this would be a fun place to stay if you were mm-hmm. DVC. Like, I would I would love to stay here. I mean, I'm not, I'm not DVC, so I guess I can. But I'm also not moderate, so. L- looking at this base room, though, Scott, it's got two full beds and a TV and a bathroom. Two, two queen-size beds. Okay. That's that's what the All-Stars have. This looks like a fancy All-Star room with, with wood trim. All-Stars have fulls. Mm. 
Queen, there's a big difference between a queen and a, and a foal. Thank you, Scott. I'm just saying it. It doesn't. It looks like a. It looks like an all-star room with some fancy trim. I like. I like some good trim. Maybe I'm just being a. Maybe I'm just being a cheap piece of shit. Is that just me? Am I just being a cheap bastard? No, no. I mean, look, you, you Disney the way you Disney. Okay, that's how our motto goes. Nobody does Disney the wrong way. Well, well, that's not true. <laughs> we've seen, we've heard, and seen plenty of horror stories about how wrong Disney can go. Also, room service here is only um, available from 4 p.m. to midnight, and it's limited to pizza, salads, soft drinks, and beer. Now, they do have the pizza delivery service, which is the best bad pizza you will it's, ever eat. No, it's really bad. Just totally bad pizza. It's, it's so bad, but it's so good when you need that. <laughs> when you need that bad pizza, it's really good. When you had a hell of a time at the River Roost, yep. you showed your dinner plates to Yeehaw Bob <laughs> over uh, did, fucking Gentle in the Wind. You, you're going to wish you had you show Yeehaw Bob your nipples? Your <laughs> I don't know what you're talking. I've never been to the Edison. Jesus Christ. Neither no, has listen, fucking uh, Mr. Maserati. Trenton, Trenton, I will oh. I will tell you this. The value resort is about 260 square feet. These rooms are about 315 square feet. So an extra 50 square feet is a big amount of square feet. Guess, but, for, but, but for two adults... It's 50. Really I'm just saying, these might no. be better if it's... If you're going with four adults two couples and you're splitting the price of a room and you're each getting a queen bed this is much more preferable than a value but if you're staying by oh, yourself yeah. just me and Stephanie there's no way I'm paying $300 a night when I can pay $113 a night 60 bucks pitch a tent <laughs> yeah no, look, I, I, to me I really do like the uh, I like the modern resorts and this is One this is by far my favorite well this is it's so close because I really do love uh, Coronado a lot of the moderates are I also have a feeling that art of animation is going to be a moderate here soon so so if you have stayed over at the riverside uh, go to go over to our Facebook group facebook.com slash groups slash three sheets and and uh, let us know what you thought of it let it share your pictures that you uh, that you took over at the Port Orleans Riverside Resort and uh, you know just sh- share your experience there so other sheeters like you can check it out and say, hey, you know what? That does sound like a good resort. Or, hey, maybe I should check out Boatwright's Dining Hall, which I want to now. It sounds amazing. Like I said, if if you folks have eaten there, let us know how it is. Because I've never been there, but I hear a lot of reviews on a lot of other podcasts. I'm not going to name names. I'm not going to be that guy. But they shit on Boatwright's on the regular. But... I'm not bougie, and and I think this place is not even the, you know, the people that shit on this place are bougier than Scott, believe it or not. What? Is that possible? Mm-hmm. So, let us know. Let us know about boat rides. I'm interested. I want to know personally if if boat rides is great. Let me know. If boat rides is bad, and as bad as I hear, let, let me know that too. But let me know why. You don't just don't, don't just say it is. What was your experience? Because if I want to know that somebody says it's bad, I can listen to a different podcast. Uh, the other cool thing about Riverside and Port Orleans in general is that they do celebrate Mardi Gras. So if you're down there for Mardi Gras, highly recommend checking out this place for Mardi Gras. The cast members do floats. Um, there is a big thing that the cast members 
take pride in here. Now, the only thing you can make this better, Scott, is if all the cast members that they had here, like the countries in, in uh, World Showcase, were all from Louisiana. Yes, I mean, that would be cool. <laughs> but then you wouldn't be able to understand what happened. <laughs> so it would be like Epcot. Yeah. It would you know be. what's funny about that, Mikey, is that my grandfather was from Scotland. It's like People always like, how do you understand what Scottish people are saying? I'm like, you kind of just don't. You just got to nod your head and hope that it wasn't a question. Yep. And even if they're saying, even if they are insulting you, they mean it from the bottom of their heart. So they're never really saying anything horrible. I grew up with a grandfather that he had fucking peanut butter on the roof of his mouth all the time. So, (laughs) yeah. But uh, also, you know, they they have the standard uh, amenities that all the other resorts have: movies under the stars. Um, They have campfires. uh, You know, roasting marshmallows. Honestly, great resort. Great resort. Trenton, would you stay here? I would. I and, I and I'm not saying I wouldn't stay here, Scott. And I don't want my my comments to be misconstrued that I wouldn't stay here. It is a price jump. There's no doubt about that. My my whole argument is is and like I said, I, I've said here multiple times, and everyone shits on the All Stars, and Scott can say that the mattresses aren't comfortable, which I don't I don't really agree with, um, because they've been replaced since the last time we stayed there, I believe. Um, no offense, Scott. You're 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 still entitled to your opinion. And you're allowed. You're allowed I, to think. Look, that. I haven't been. I haven't been in an All Star since. Well, I, I don't count the Art of Animation. Plus, the last time that's in, me and Scott and I told him something we disagreed, and then he called me on the phone and apologized profusely. But that's a different story for a different day. That was only because Flight of Passage is pretty. Yeah, but you didn't agree with me when I told you you couldn't just believe me from the beginning. Um, I have to experience it first. It's a motion ride with a big screen. What the hell? He's not wrong. I can't justify spending two hundred dollars more on a on a hotel room a night. That means I could literally eat at a signature restaurant. Me and Stephanie could eat at a signature restaurant. Each order an appetizer, each order an entree, and each drink whatever you wanted every day. So you have to you just have to figure out your priorities. I think with this kind of thing, Scott. No, you do, and and look, there there is a different way to do Disney. Over the course of the last couple of years. My family has started to do a more mellowed-out Disney. Parks, pool, resort. Equally spending just as much time at each place. And see, I don't spend a lot of time at resorts, so that's why... And maybe if I was staying at a better resort, I would. And maybe we'll see this year. I'm staying at Saratoga and Polly this year, so... Saratoga reminds me a lot of Riverside. It is very open... And you can just lose yourself there, and it's just it's it's wonderful just to walk around. Uh, I, I I tell the story that one night my sister in law and I went out to the turf club. We got some drinks to steal the Glen Cairn glass, and then we took it. We took yeah. those to um, this like the springs, the part of the resort called the springs, where there's a big open lake. There's a fountain going. There's some benches, and we sat and we poured some of our own whiskey had a cigar, and stared up at the stars. And it was wonderful. It's... I'll, I'll let you know. So April will be my first Saratoga stay. 70s... It's not, it's not loud. You'll like it. Well... <laughs> Stephanie stayed at, at Saratoga before. I have not. So... We shall see, sir. It's a wonderful resort. Uh, it'll be even better when they get the re- renovations done. But like I said, go over to our Facebook group, share your reviews of the Riverside. If you've been to boat rides, 
Let us know what you think of it. Uh, we're all three of us are excited for it. And, uh, and so we, uh, you know, we hope to hear what you have to say. I, I, I actually really need, I, I, I need the, the opinion of the sheeters here because I've never been here. Take, take a, an afternoon and just go there and just walk yeah. around and check it out. I mean, I, I know we didn't talk about French Quarter, but you know, we'll get to that another day. Check them both out. We'll get to that another day. But Trent, that's, that is a good, that is a good tip that Mikey's, Mikey's got. Take an afternoon to pick up a bus from one of the parks, pick one of these resorts you've never been to, and just go walk around the place. Grab a lunch or something at Boat Rides, or grab dinner at Boat Rides, and then walk around the resort afterwards. Your dinner doesn't have to be in the parks. There's plenty of great resort restaurants. And sounds like this could be one of them. And then just just get a hammock and act like you <laughs> act like you're staying there, man. Just Get a hammock, go grab a hurricane from the pool bar, get a hammock and just chill out under the stars. Plenty of good things to do. Also, like, you know, we talked a little bit about it earlier. Uh, Port Orleans does have the transportation to Disney Springs, that uh, 30-minute boat ride. It is kind of convenient. Also, it's a long boat ride, so. I'd rather take a boat ride than a bus, Scott. I don't doubt it. This boat does go slow. Boats are open air. Slow. Buses smell like piss. I really think that between um, the boat and the bus, bus may save you. You don't got to wait on the fucking minutes. boat to load those goddamn ECVs. ECVs. Well, they do. They do load ECVs. I'll throw it. It in the water. <laughs> But yeah, no, they do have it. It it is a it's a, it's a nice relaxing boat ride. You're not gonna you're not gonna hate it. You Trent, and I think would love it. I, because I think it goes up that Sasagula, which is a narrower waterway. It doesn't seem less like you go. I do like a tight, do like no, a tight waterway. <laughs> and uh, it it does it is a little more wild. So it's a chance you can see one of them uh, floating logs. Ooh, what's got the teeth? It's a oh, tight yeah. and wild waterway. Oof. Mm-hmm. Oof. It is. It's a tight, wild waterway. It's unkempt. You got all the brush hanging over. Uh, God, I probably wouldn't drink the water. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, go check out the Southern Charm of Port Orleans Riverside. It is a beautiful resort. And uh, like we said, let us know if you've stayed there and let us know what you think about it. So, uh, Mikey, as I remind everybody, Scott. and we, we found out a couple people in the group have not uh, checked out the MagicalMeltdown.com to get their custom Glencairn glasses. Glencairns, um, you know, your rocks glasses, your pint glasses, St- all kinds of stuff Stemless there, wine man. glasses? And, and Stemless uh, wine glasses, the, the the insulated stainless ones that you can take to any pool and not have someone give you the stink mm-hmm. eye. Yeah, it's Listen, all give me the fucking up there. Stink eye. I'll pull the shoulder over their head and fucking punch them in the face. That's that's not a hockey game. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Not everything's not. hockey, Trenton. Sometimes it's just someone 
Making sure that no no one steps on broken glass. There's plenty of stuff over at MagicalMeltdown.com. T-shirts, uh, tapestries, glassware. Many, Lots of great stuff. Tapestries. So Tapestries? We have many tapestries. Uh, so You know what would be great? I want to see somebody flying a tapestry of the Miami Mafia Tea Company. Yeah. Do they have that there? Like a Scotsman? They do. They do. Yeah. Or, um... You know, the death buckets are rolling, and so is the Reedy Creek. Uh, like Mikey death has recently shirt. said, those shirts are really, really wonderful until they all fall off the string, and everyone dies. <laughs> <laughs> and then you look like a. And dick. you know what? If you're in the park and you're wearing it, hey, I, all you can say is "fucking called it." That's what you say. You say "fucking do you, called do this." You keep shit. wearing it just as a dark humor kind of deal, or do you? That's right. Uh, so yeah, go over to MagicalMeltdown.com. Check it out. Uh, www.TheMagicalMeltdown.com I want to thank you all for joining us this week on Three Sheets of Mouse. If you enjoyed the show, we'd love to have you go over to iTunes, rate and review and subscribe. Let us know what we're doing. We got a couple of reviews uh, that came in recently. We'll read those on a little special show coming up. If you want to hear your name on the show, go over there. Review it. Trenton's going to read them. I'm going to get... We'll, we'll do it drunk history style, Scott. I'll get shit-faced and read them, and probably not read the words right, but... I'll, we'll, we'll do that, too. You should you should just do that and start from the first mm. comment and keep trucking. Just get shit-faced and do them all. Yeah. I'll read the last couple months. Yeah? Yeah? No, we'll... You know what? If we get, if we get enough, we'll read them on air. So, if you want to see Trenton uh, drunk history this thing... Leave a re- leave a review. I did you just say he's doing it live? No, not live. I can. That's what I no. heard. That's no, what we'll, I heard. we'll do it. We'll do if it. My wife reads menus. Trenton can. We'll read do comments. it recorded so it's there forever and easy easily to find. Scott might have to edit out. Oh, it'll be on YouTube. We can put it on YouTube. I might. It'll. You know what? It's not going to be the hardest edit job I've ever done. Uh, but yeah, go over to our uh, on our announcements. Uh, section of the Facebook group is how to leave a review on iTunes. It's really easy. I step it out for you. Go do it. Uh, if you want to follow us on Instagram and Twitter, we're over there at Three Sheets Podcast. If you're in the parks, tag us on Instagram. Don't forget to use the hashtag Three Sheets Nation. Don't forget to tag us. Uh, we'll like your photos. We'll check out what you're doing. We love seeing cheaters in the parks. So make it a thing. Make it fetch. Make it happen. But if you really want to interact with us, head over to the Facebook group, facebook.com slash groups slash three sheets. That's where you can become part of three sheets nation. Make sure you answer the questions. Make sure you want, we know you want to be part of three sheets nation. Uh, so we can properly welcome you and give you a nice, uh, a nice little, uh, little welcome message. Hey man, that was like the best part about joining this group. Is Scott did the whole welcome message for me. It made me feel like I was, I, I gave you a nickname that has stuck ever since. Thanks, Scott. You're the best. Mm-hmm. Is that when you said that you angry Amish no. man? No, that's the Mrs. I Nesbitt became a part. female that day, apparently. Yep. The- you see the hat? I'm the... I am Mrs. Nesbitt! I'm the bearded lady. <laughs> but, uh, but definitely come hang out with us over at the Facebook group. Is it possible to actually get drunker just by watching other people? <laughs> because this week has been... Wait for it. Phenomenal. Legend. Wait for it. Dairy. <laughs> uh, over at NOLA. Uh, the, the NOLA sheet up happened this week. Oh, boy. You know, 
If you don't want it to happen, don't video it on the internet. If you don't know, now you know. Mr. President. And if you don't know the poor woman in front of you while it's happening on stage. She seemed to enjoy it. While you're videotaping. That was not a one-sided affair. No. No. (laughs) All I could think about was was, uh, Miley Cyrus and Robin. All I could think about was Adam coming up and dragging somebody off by their fucking hair. Well, I don't think you had to worry about that. I don't, I don't think Pop Pop's an angel no, anymore. Pop Pop definitely ain't no angel. <laughs> that halo's a bit crooked. <laughs> you know those like shoulder angel, shoulder devil things right now? There's one Pop Pop yeah. shoulder angel and one Pop Pop shoulder devil. And about six hurricanes in, Pop Pop the devil comes out. Was that not? What is that? That's a. Um... Emperor's New Groove. Pat- when they agree, yeah, Patrick. Ward yeah, they agree. He's like, no, no, I, I, I think he's right. <laughs> I, you know what? Best, best actor in that entire film was Patrick. Warburton. Patrick Warburton is probably the best actor. He's in in a lot of stuff. Also, especially those Enterprise. He also commercials. paints his face because he supports the team. <laughs> I guess. Seinfeld, come uh, on! Everyone fucking hates on Seinfeld. No, it's just it's Seinfeld and hockey. It's like a, it's like my double wham jam. Let's go. Except it's a the wham fucking jam. Devils. Hey, Black also Betty, double wham jam. Your Devils fan, don't listen to this podcast. No, I'm not a Devils fan. No, and I live in New Jersey. Fuck Martin Brodeur. Yeah, yeah. All right, so uh, guys, yeah. wonderful show tonight. Uh, it's been a lot of fun what? talking about Riverside. Wonderful. Wonderful, splendid. It's been phenomenal. Mag- magnificent. So, Mikey, give me some closing remarks tonight. This uh, episode, doing the research on it, really brought me back to my childhood because my grandma used to always sit down and watch Justin Wilson, the Cajun chef. Okay, I wondered where you were going with this. Very good. They were gonna go with. Well, yeah, with Paul. Was, What's that, was, that was not the way I was thinking. Paul went. I thought she was gonna beat your ass every day. My grandma? Know, probably a bad kid. I was a fantastic child. I didn't drop out of junior high like my. <laughs> so, um, I I really enjoyed doing the research and going back and 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 just remembering uh, Justin Wilson, my grandma, and how I've never been to Louisiana mm-hmm. mostly. You're so close. At all. No, no, I haven't. Y- you think that, but I'm like the top left-hand You're corner of the state. Than me. Louisiana is the bottom right-hand corner of the state. You'd think that. But it takes me almost as long to get to uh, the Burke residence as it does okay, to get well, to Houston. Well, that's nine hours. For me, it's 12 to 13. Yeah. So you're so, so closer. You'd think. It's literally math. Well. You'd think. Just keep saying you'd think it'll work out eventually. Arkansas is the the crotch of the dude on the Mississippi. And if you listen to last year's episode, or last last year's, last week's episode, Florida is the schlong of America. Yep. And Canada's the hat. But yeah, Mikey, look, I know you liked... I know you like this resort. Hopefully, you do get to stay here more than just meander through the uh, the grounds. 
I think I'm going to go back again on this next trip. I mean, you guys have made me want to go in there and grab something to eat at the boat rights. When we went there, we walked through it. I want, I want to do that. We walked through there at lunchtime, and there was like virtually nobody we there looking eating. For, we, we were looking for a, a, a restaurant for a, a sheet-up uh, sheet dinner. This is... It's got the all-you-care-to-enjoy. It's a little similar to... Not Geyser Point. What was, what was the other thing? It is. It is. I, w- I, w- I want my own my own meal. I mean, just that way I don't get covered under a fucking bev mountain. Like, now, like Boat Rights is only open for dinner, so... Um, oh, that's why there yeah. wasn't anybody eating lunch During there. breakfast and well, lunch, it is a kind of an overflow for the, uh, uh, the Riverside Mill. But yeah, uh, really cool. All right, Trenton. Give me some closing remarks tonight. So this is a resort I'd never stayed at. I'd never heard of it. I mean, I've heard of it, but I've never, I'd, I've never heard of it. <laughs> never heard of this place. <laughs> you, you all made a research what this week? I'd never, I'd never heard of the the food court here, which, or the food court or the other amenities. I'd heard of Yeehaw Bob. So, so my knowledge of this resort was pretty much Yeehaw Bob and boat rides was kind of the extent of my knowledge of Riverside. I never heard of anything else. I never heard anything about the pools. I never heard, you know, I, I had no knowledge of anything. This is a place that I feel like if if maybe I ran into a little bit of money, I would stay here. It's it's great. I think I like this better than Coronado, only because I'm from the south and that's more my my speed it makes me feel at home. As long as I don't get any red bugs from those big oak trees. Um, um, no, but seriously, this is a place that, that I would like to stay. If I ran into a little bit of money and I had a, a choice to stay at a moderate, I think this sounds like the moderate that I would stay at, man. I, and I don't know much about French Quarter, but if it's anything like this, either one's probably a win. Um, Boatwright sounds amazing. The amenities sound amazing. I mean, Stephanie's not a big... F- I don't think we've ever went fishing together in nine years we've been together, but if I can go get her to... What about separately? Oh, she's going fishing. She's not telling me about it. Um, <laughs> you went fishing without me? You bitch. Um, you fucking chum bucket. Yeah, Plankton. <laughs> Just kidding, Stephanie. I love you. Um, no, this is a... It seems like a great place to stay, man. And like I said, if it was a little bit cheaper... If I could get this place for... If I could get this place for 180 190 a night, I might do it. Keep a lookout. I mean, they do run specials from time to time. It is a wonderful resort. Having stayed here, it's beautiful. It's absolutely beautiful. It's big. Be prepared to walk wherever you go, but it's absolutely beautiful. So I want to thank you all for listening and downloading and rating and reviewing and subscribing because it just makes the show better. It helps more people find the show. The more sheeters we get, the more fun we have in Disney. We have some first-time uh Cheaters that went down to Disney World and met up with other cheaters, Craig and Ashley Bossong, they loved it. And they are now fully fledged and fully into the cheater cult. I mean, nation. So invite others like you, like you to find the show. Invite others to join the, the Three Sheets Nation. But like I said, rate, review, subscribe. It helps get us on the higher list of Disney podcasts, which means more people find the show accidentally. And hopefully they love it. So, 
I will say from all of us here at Three Sheets of the Mouse, thank you for making our show part of your Disney life. Thank you for your time this time. And until next time, so long for just a while. Hey, Scott, before I stop recording, let me see if there's any questions answered, and we could welcome people. Can we welcome on the show, or do you want to do it on the Facebook? I'll do it on Facebook. Okay. Don't be lazy. We've done it on the show before, asshole. But we've also welcomed them uh, in the actual group, too.